Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. What a dick. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Please clap. Cuz-a-roo. Cuz-a-roo. slap a It's showtime. W-A-T-P. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that sometimes brings the studio to the podcasters and sometimes brings the podcasters to the studio. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, he normally lives in L.A., but decided to visit a first world country from the Blattcast. It's Christian Blatt. Hey, how's it going, Carl? Producer Chris, this is so exciting to be here in Rochester. It's not nearly as bad as Chad Zumach led me to believe it was. I think he must have accidentally visited Syracuse or Cortland or somewhere. Yes. You know? Yes. He was yeah. thinking Watertown. For right, sure. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got us confused. I was just like, this is so nice. I knew it was Carl's house because there was a big flag out front that said Kumia country. And I'm like, that's all right, clearly I'm where I belong. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast, featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month, and you can watch us live, and you can now sign up on YouTube. You can become a member on YouTube. YouTube memberships are available. Go to our YouTube channel, click the membership, sign up. You'll get uh, not only all of the bonus shows that are typically behind the paywall on Patreon and Supercast, you'll also be able to watch live like everybody else, and you get some fun emojis or something that you could use in the chat that no one else could use. Ooh. Yeah. So that's worth it for that right there. I think I got Fat Vinny in there. and uh... <laughs> you, you could just say Vinny. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, you knew what I was talking well, about. You went to lunch with Vinny today. I did. I uh, I went to a very fine eating establishment. When uh, you walk in, does the owner go, yes? <laughs> well, <laughs> I can he, only imagine. We are going to be shocked to hear this, but uh, he was already seated when I got there. Okay. And uh, he seemed to know the waitress really well. <laughs> uh, she's probably like in her early 70s, and he was he was flirting up a storm. I think Vinny was in his element. You okay. Know? Yeah. It was Cause definitely... I was picturing the owner like tuffling his daughter's hair going, you can go to college. <laughs> He's all excited. He's he did Vinny or something called the tower, which was supposed to be a tower of French toast, but it was only three pieces in actuality. So, well, that's when you walked in. It was a tower. <laughs> yeah, right. It was twin towers. <laughs> which surprisingly, in Rochester, not offensive. No, no, no. other places in New York State, that's still yeah, offensive. But not here. That's not here. Right. Yeah, it's all fun. We're gonna do another bonus, easy for you to say next week too. Yes. So that's another reason to sign up for Patreon and Supercast. And you can get that link on whoarethese.com. The other thing you can get a link from on whoarethese.com is our show at the Magic Bag, Friday, September 15th. We're going to be at the Magic Bag in Ferndale, just outside of Detroit, Michigan. And we are looking forward to that. So check that out. WTPlive.com also is where you can go to get those tickets. We encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you shit all over podcasts. (laughs) Go there, shit all over us, but give us five stars. And our, one of our review girls will read it, whether it's AI or a guy or Mary Beth, you or, never know. Or a potato. Or a potato. You never know who it's going to be. So please uh, give us the reviews. It helps with the algorithm and all that kind of stuff. Who knows? Algorithm. Today, <laughs> we'll be reviewing a show called Rude Tales of Magic. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get it started. Typically, what I do is I go through the names of the hosts 
but I don't even know if that matters. Let me just read the description here. It says, in this improvised narrative role-playing podcast, come and join artists, writers, and comedians from Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, Comedy Central, Marvel Comics, and more as they fight and fumble their way across the madcap and exceedingly rude fantasy wasteland of Cordelia. Now, I want to point something out. Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, Comedy Central, Marvel Comics, and more. And more. Yeah. Do you think the end more is like even better stuff? Yeah. 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 Probably, they, they, right? Yeah, they definitely left off, you know, HBO. Yeah. And, yeah. That's uh, what I was thinking. Their right? Netflix special. <laughs> we don't want to brag. And by I the know. way, I think Adult Swim, Marvel Comics, they're just things that they're all fans of. You know, it's like they, they enjoy those. I was things. wondering about that too. Yeah. Like, does one person do accounting for Adult Swim <laughs> or something? What does that mean that they're from Adult Swim? How would I know these people? I don't think that I do. But uh, it says that Branson Reese yes. and his jester's retinue. I mean, retinue is like a like a crew, like a group. Uh, okay, you know, but yeah, there's a lot of words they use. I don't. Yeah, know Branson the is of. the uh, the guy who runs it, and uh, unfortunately, he features very heavily into the episode I chose. So, God, I was almost about to read the list of people. I just reminded myself that I don't need to. Christian, let's start with you, my friend. Well, what did you pick up on from this well, show? The episode I listened to, which as we're recording is the newest one, they do it every two weeks because it's so much work. They can't possibly do it every week. Uh, so the episode starts off with a three and a half minute commercial. Yes. I've only taken a snippet of that, but clearly they know their audience. They know who likes this show. If you can play my clip one. Hi. Hi. We heard you talking about how disgusting your bed sheets are. Did you know that traditional bed sheets can harm? more bacteria than a toilet seat. And I saw that you were in the bathroom in there for a long time, so you know what I'm talking about. That can lead to acne, allergies, and stuffy noses. It's just gross. So clearly they know that the people who listen to the show can't wipe their own asses. Right. And there's just and have feces. acne. Yeah, there's feces everywhere through the house. They're mouth they're, breathers. They're covered in acne. And I was like, all right, I think, uh, I think I know what we're in for here. Hold on, though, real quick. Yeah. Because... I also heard that. Okay. And they said more bacteria than a toilet seat. Yeah. Which I hear all the time. Yes. There was that thing Dr. Steve did for the Howard Stern show where they tried to figure out who the messiest staffer was and they tested all their workstations and, you know, Richard Christie, dirtier than a toilet seat. Toilet seats must be the cleanest things in the world. (laughs) I think I want to start eating up a toilet seat. It was just like, that's got more bacteria. Your toothbrush has more bacteria than the toilet seat. I'm like, this toilet seat sounds good in comparison. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what's so bad about a toilet seat? Apparently it's something. Uh, so my second clip was actually the tease that you played last week. So people have already heard it. But as Trucker Andy pointed out, the the narrator who bookends the show does sound like a Kevin Brennan character. But it really sets the tone. So you get the sense for how annoyed you're going to be, how bad the improvisational skills are, and just mm-hmm. how not funny the show's about to be. So clip two. Get ready to... Leave your sides alone. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be fine. Well, 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 look who it is. I haven't seen you around these parts in nigh on a fortnight. That's right, it's been an entire fortnight since you've listened to rude tales of magic. And I've just been here in a graveyard. Luckily, I don't, uh, I don't need food or water. And it's fine that the crows peck my rotting eyeballs. It's called a lore dump. You like that? That's now you know about me, the Grave Freaker. But that's not what you're here for. You're here to to hear the the story of rude tales of magic. So no one on the show has ever heard the concept of uh, take two. 
Get yeah. right. You want to go again? Yeah. You know, maybe say it a little faster. You stumbled a couple times yeah. there. We can just hit that one yeah. again. But there's one I have later where a guy literally coughs in the middle of a word. And it's like, all right, either you record it again or or you could edit it. But, you know, it kind of lets on, you know Christian. what's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I have to back up real quick. Please. Because... This commercial for those sheets yes. went on for three and a half minutes. It sure did. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's another thing I need to point out about this ad copy. And I don't know if they're improvising us. I'm sure some of it is bullet points. Yeah. They're supposed I would, to be I would doing. Hope so. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing they use silver infused fabrics mm-hmm. originally inspired by NASA. Silver. Inspired by NASA. What the fuck does that mean? I understand a true story is inspired. <laughs> hey, the script we wrote is inspired by a true story. Okay, so it's a bunch of bullshit. But what is inspired by NASA? I mean, like, NASA I mean, used metal to go to space. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a, you know, they saw something metal and they spray painted uh, the sheets a similar color. You know, it's, that's what I'm Wondering. Yeah. The, the word inspired, inspired by NASA yeah, is yeah. odd to me. And so I looked up these uh, these sheets on Amazon. And uh, wow, do they have a lot of one-star reviews. <laughs> People do not like these sheets. Apparently, they suck. What, what happens if you use the promo code ZUMOK? Do you think you uh, save any money on yeah, this? Yeah, I think I was shitting them. That's impressive that people hate them that much. How bad could sheets be? Dude, and I was reading the reviews, too, because apparently like these sheets are supposed to do everything for yeah. you. They make you cool if you're hot. They make you hot if you're cool. They are moisture wickening, all these different things oh, that they so say. It's like- uh, like curling into a big DLT. You get right in there and yep. you pull it up. There's the cool, cool side, side, the cool hot side. Hot side hot, yeah. That's not what I was thinking. It's a very trendy reference for uh, people that are born in the 90s, but that's all right. Anytime I can mention it. Yeah, so apparently these sheets do none of those things. Oh, great. They scrunch up, and then the one woman was like, my husband tends to get very greasy and bad, and when I washed these sheets, we couldn't get the grease oh. out. I'm like, well, that's not really on the sheets, but I'll... That's nothing so, to do with it. It's yeah, it's fine. No, I, I like that. It's a good anecdote, nonetheless. All right, Christian, I'm Do back you have to you. an OnlyFans. Uh, back to you, so- buddy. Clip number three gives us the recap. It sets up the episode, and uh, clearly, you, as they go through it, they have to recap story points that were probably hilarious when they named some of these things in mm. earlier episodes. So uh, clip three will uh, help help set the tone for this world that we're going to spend some time in. Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. What a long, strange trip it is. Our heroes have left the town of Manassas, Virginia in their rear view and have continued off through the James Woods on their way to the Teenage Woods, home of the Soaking Valley and the site of their old college, Polaris University, now known as the Forbidden Zone. Up to speed? You better be. The episode is flying forward. So I know how uh, producer Chris feels about these D&D and role-playing podcasts. So as I heard that clip, I was uh, wondering if uh, if Carl and I were to say, you know, Chris, we'll just stop right now. We won't play any more clips. But we slid a check across, and you, you'd have to write a check to Carl and I. We'd split it 50-50, of course. Yeah. How many zeros would you be willing to put in there? <laughs> That's a good question. Because I feel like it's at least three zeros. Yeah. Maybe, maybe six. Yeah. <laughs> maybe six. Yeah. <laughs> My OCD only allows me to write nine zeros. <laughs> <laughs> and the producer goes like, boing, here you go, guys. <laughs> that check you ordered. Yeah. Uh, so they yeah. went to the James Woods. Yes. Hilarious. Course, which, uh, you know, you got to love that. The Teenage Woods. I get it. Yep. yep. But the Teenage Woods, I would have gone with Morning Woods. <sighs> Just saying. The well, opportunity missed. There are females in the in the podcast, so maybe they felt like You think that they don't like that? Edgy. Well, <laughs> I think that the, it's more that the gentleman would assume, like, oh, no, no, no. The ladies don't want to hear me say it's Morning Woods. It's a bridge Woods. too far. I get yeah. it. 
Uh, so for clip number four, I'm just kind of wondering, uh, you know, you guys have actually done a number of these improv shows over the years, these role-playing shows. I don't know what you think the worst part, but for me, it's always when they crack themselves up. And if, if it's even mildly amusing, you can see it. But usually they'll crack themselves up. It's something that's so incredibly unfunny. You're like... How are four people laughing at this? And I don't know. Maybe it's somebody throws up, then you have to throw up, and then everybody's throwing up. But clip four is a perfect example of, well, basically everybody throwing up. I'm sorry. I didn't get your name. Ah, that's probably because I didn't give it to you. My name is the friend man. (laughs) Hey, friend man. I'm Bello. Bello. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. Just... (laughs) Brinson died. <laughs> I saw his eyes like take over his entire his people took over I his entire. Say, Bello, in all my years, no travelers have ever been so friendly as to ask me my name. But you were the first. You asked me my name, and my name is the friend man. And that's why it's so funny that everyone's laughing because well, I don't excited. think it's funny. <laughs> I don't think it's funny. Well, uh, the friend man. That was when I was aware that this was improv. Yeah. That was when I was like, oh, this is improv. Yes. Because the guy said, my name is Friend Man. And then they all started cracking up. Because I guess he has to let everyone know that he's a helpful character. Yes. So it was very important that uh, that he explained that to everyone. Yeah. I, I think that uh, it was very indicative. And, and don't worry. Why would they leave that in, though, with all of them breaking like that? Well, that was what I was thinking earlier. They could have edited that out. This is obviously an edited it's show. It's very easily edited. And make sure that uh, Editor Ed doesn't uh, go and take out anything to make these clips sound better. Because as I was listening, I was like, oh, it'd be so easy to just make it sound better. But that's not that's not the point. No, that's not the point. So right around there, there's a part where the woman on here needs to set the scene. Yes. There's some stage direction going on. I don't think this is the way that you do it. Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. None of our heroes are flies anymore. They're all normal-sized. If you consider Sasquatches normal-sized, I do. I'm tall. But even if I wasn't, I'm open-minded. It's been one single day. Our heroes greet the dawn in a beautiful hot spring fountain far off of the beaten path. The morning light reflects gently off of the morning dew, lighting all of you softly, beautifully. Wow, we look great. You look, you look really, you look really stately, you know? So this woman's style of improv is both unfunny and generic. Yes. Christian, you, uh, you you know, that that shirt, that shirt that you're wearing, you know? Yeah. That shirt, Christian? It's, it's blue. (laughs) Ah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And seed. I'm sorry. I said that up wrong, though, because here's the one I wanted to play, the weird stage direction coming from this woman. Albie is, like, shrugging at Cordelia, who's, like, waiting for them to bring a picture back. She's like shrugging at Cornelia. Like shrugging. She's like shrugging. It's like half a shrug. You know, it's like you put one arm up. It it looks like you're having a, you know, you're convulsing. I mean, stage directors should have more confidence, right? You should tell the character what they're doing (laughs) and why they're doing it. Need some motivation here. Why am I like shrugging? <laughs> Explain this to me. Uh, I, I'm glad you uh, picked some clips that highlight the uh, the females in the retinue as they mm-hmm. as they use earlier. And you know, look, I don't I don't want to get all uh, Dick Masterson here, but uh, the girls are so painfully unfunny on this show. I think they might be some of the least funny people I've ever heard talk. And my clip number seven. Uh, they Hold really on a second. To... Did you say you had lunch with Vinnie Paulino today? I did. <laughs> yeah, 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 I did. 
<laughs> he might have rubbed off a little bit. <laughs> you know, I, did, I didn't say how long we lingered in the parking lot afterwards. But uh, my clip number seven uh, shows how uh, some of the non-contributions of the female members of the cast. There's no charge here. Oh. I'm happy to just provide beer for you. And that's why my business is failing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. But it's not the only reason. Oh, did... What's the other reason? Well, if you look... <laughs> Helvy looks, a... looks at Bello. <laughs> oh, Bello, like, realizes what he's done, and it's like... <laughs> oh, I understand. You don't want to know anymore. No, no, no. We no, want to hear it. You're sending nonverbal signals to each other. Bello, okay. Bello puts a gold on the bar. A, a, pe- a, a single gold piece. A single gold piece. As payment for the beer? As a tip. Thank you so much. For good service. <laughs> I accept. Okay. And I encourage you all to feel free to do the stuff you want to do here in this tavern. <laughs> there's, there's four times. Wait, thanks. Oh, there's another one. There's four times in that clip where I'm like, oh, I probably should have cut it here. And I'm like, oh, no, wait, there's yep. the long pause. And then she says something that's not helpful. Okay, that's why I left it. <laughs> so, well, they seem to think that the comedy here is getting in the minutia. Yes. There's a lot of times where they get real specific about what's going on. And let's keep it moving. You know, I'm I'm not really concerned about how much the beer costs or if you're going to tip them or not. I'm not really worried about any of those. Well, it's too bad you don't like Minutia because Uh I should probably throw out about 15 of my clips, uh, which, you know, maybe I should anyway. Clip eight shows that, um, well, they're going to talk about wrestling and it's uh, people that I don't think that know anything about wrestling here in clip eight. I want to talk more about these wrestling moves. Oh, the moves? Well... (laughs) <laughs> her move, I'm supposed to wrestle with her. Well, she's not. Listen, I mean, she, she, there are moves she likes. Like, like, well, she. So, like, her favorite wrestler has some signature moves. Okay. Yes. So, her favorite wrestler is Elaborate Donna. Elaborate Donna. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Okay. Who like uh, if you follow like the storylines, uh, um, she has like a big feud with uh, Rock Hot Ronda San Antonio. Okay. <laughs> yes. Rock Hot Ronda San Antonio. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Um, Donna, Rock. Okay. Some more contributions. The the girl there just uh, repeats the unfunny name that he said. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I always thought that um, it didn't take a lot of talent to write these wrestling <laughs> storylines, but apparently there's more to it than I realized. Wow. It's a whole industry. People are really bad at it. Can I talk about how they just don't gel with each other? Yeah. And all this is an example of, I think all of them are doing their own thing. In this part, it's right consistent here. with a lot of what I heard. Yes. Do you feel ready? Is there? An, I've 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 got several different hairbrushes of varying bristle types. Yeah. No. This feels pretty nice. And Bello has stripped down to his board shorts. Nice. Nice. Wow. We are. Sorry, I'm horny now. I don't know what to do about it. Stir fry. Do you have the cooking oils that feel good on fur? Yes, yes, yes. I've got some nice... Uh, I don't have salts. I don't have salts. Okay, good. No salts. I've got some nice olive oil that can be... That can we can brush over his body. I also have some uh. bamboo and reed. I'm just going to start... Stir Fry starts uh, smacking the bamboo and the reed on Bellow's back. Uh, just, oh, oh. just hard enough that it's soothing. Oh. Uh. <laughs> you guys following this? Oh, uh, uh, no, and I was listening. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I tried to pay attention. Yeah. I did zone out and yeah. eventually there. Started reading the chat. Like, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> These guys are terrible at this. Here's the thing. Let me let me jump in with my clip number nine because I think we're all having fun hearing improvisers who don't know how to improvise 
and I'm enjoying, you know, concepts that don't go anywhere, story points that no one advances. Uh, clip nine, I, I think, uh, is where they really shine with all those elements. Are you like really into Val? I'm. Yes. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, uh, elaborate Donna does uh, the people's foot. Mm. Which is basically a big kick. Um, oh, that's awesome! Yeah. And when is when does the show go through? Uh, well, like, w- like they'll come to town like once a year, but they yeah. sort of they sort of just like do a circuit around all the suburbs outside of Capital City. Cool. Okay. So, like, if you're a fan, you can easily go to like a bunch of shows. Nice. And are they different shows every night, or is it the same thing? Oh, different. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So, so okay. The only thing I enjoyed during that ca- that clip is they mentioned Capital City, and I started thinking of the Capital City goofball. Right. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. man, I'd love it if he came on right now. Well, these people can't even have a conversation with each other, let alone no. try to improvise and write jokes or come up with jokes. This is an example of them, and this I was talking about before with, like, the minutia. This innocuous conversation, they're like mining for humor, and they're just sifting dirt. They're just <laughs> sifting through that dirt. Do you have any, like, olive oil? Great. Do you have, like, I don't know, like, like a tea tree oil or like a, you know, or something that's not just like, uh, you know. Uh, there's like, uh, well, uh, no, but the olive oil is uh, rosemary infused. All right, fine. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Sense. My body produces an oil. <laughs> So fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid. Do you have any other types of oils? I don't know, man. Can we just yeah. can we just move on to the next scene? Are or we something? supposed to fight zombies or something? Yeah, yeah. there's something Dude, going on. That fucking recap. The guy's like, okay, now you're up to speed because we're gonna keep things moving. You gotta. Well, in my episode, he does that with the recap, and then it's like, and then they sit in a bar for it's at least twelve yeah. minutes trying to order drinks. But hold on, there are some really big laughs. I think you guys are going to be excited about those. It's ready. And Bella looks down and you watch as his body changes. It grows in new shapes. His arms stretch down to the floor. His hair grows into a lustrous mane. His face elongates into a noble horse. (laughs) (laughs) Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Is Don here? Get Don in here. <laughs> the, guy, the guy turned into a horse. like, whoa. <laughs> this is outrageous comedy that we're doing right now. Pretty good stuff. Hey, do you remember Friend Man from my earlier clip? I do remember Friend Yeah, don't Man. worry. Who could uh, forget? Clip 11, Friend Man is back. Yes. Uh, so let's, uh, let's see. I'm sure he's going to bring something really valuable to the conversation and help move it along in Clip 11. I'm sorry. It can be so difficult to admit that you've got a crush on a person. Who had so- oh, I'm sorry. Was I eavesdropping? You're just very close. Well, you're just very loud. Yeah. <laughs> but that's completely fine. It can be so difficult to be a loud person in a quiet man's world. Oh, I feel... Oh, thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Also, I suppose, difficult to be a quiet person in a loud man's world. No matter what, life has many difficulties, and every single person is brave. Well, wait, Barky, do you think it is brave to admit that you have a crush on someone you have sex with? I think everyone's brave. And so, yes, I do think it's brave to admit that you have a crush on someone that you've had sex with. Thank you. What about cowards? Cowards? What of them? 
Are they I think brave? It, it's so brave to live like that. Oh, wow. Mm. Afraid of every shadow, afraid of every spider crawling across your hand, which you're also afraid of. Yeah, really, uh, you know, and at any point, they probably could have stopped talking about the things. But uh, like the earlier clip, he goes back to the wrestling talk. They had moved oh, on from the wrestling no, talk. Oh, no, they're not good at that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, oh, yeah, but remember that thing that uh, we were talking about? Uh, my clip 12 is something I referred to earlier, which is just, it's the perfect example of how just a little bit of editing. You don't need to hire a full-time ad the editor, but, you know, somebody does a pass and goes like, oh, yeah, 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 we should really fix that. So clip 12 is uh, the no editing uh, on display. Frederick is is looking at the left hand, which uh, has yep. he had dipped in the feces of what remained of spilled milk. The pig. Um, it's dry. It's flaking. And I'm concerned. That didn't even make sense. You can't dip your hand into dry flaking feces. You'd think it'd be like moist. And anyway, um, well, they're, they're obviously all the, they're all on those sheets from the beginning of the episode. Maybe That's the only thing you have to wrap your heads in. They're obviously editing a lot of this because all of the foley work and everything is all done in post. Yeah, so someone's in there. Someone's in there looking <laughs> yeah. at these these wave files. At least they should be able to be like, oh, what's that weird thing going on right there? And I just want to point out because someone posted a screen grab in our Discord that according to this, Rude Tales of Magic. Has about seventeen hundred patrons. Yep, and they're making twenty thousand dollars Canadian per month. Ask Cardiff how much that is. <laughs> what is that? Like six grand? It seems like a lot. Yeah. No. Uh, it seems like a lot. Wow. All right. Fuck me, running. <laughs> <laughs> Clip thirteen. It's uh, this is you know we've heard their strong improvisational work, but. This, I think, clip 13 shows how good they are at building the characters who are interacting with each other. So let's give a listen. Good. Stiffy, there is a terrible energy inside of me that I fear this poo-poo can no longer keep at bay for much longer. It is drying out. Okay. <clears throat> and it's coming for you first. Pardon? That's what he said. He really has a problem with you. My old servant, Wooster? I've talked about him, I'm sure. Or not. Anyway, he's taken the form of a terrible entity that hates you. Just hates you so much. Just hates you so much. Which I, I you know, whoever the character is that hates them so much, I'm like, yeah, I agree with that character. I get yeah. that. That's, mine, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm That's the one I relate okay. to. <laughs> yeah. Finally, somebody <laughs> yeah. that I can support in this story. My clip 14, I, I realize I should have uh, done a sub clip to this. One of the girls tries to sneak in a throwaway joke that she thinks is hysterical, but even she's like, oh, I'm not going to say a lot. So we might have to go back. But uh, this is, uh, you know, it, 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 so this features how they actually, at least they pretend to, they roll dice to determine the outcome, like an actual role playing game. So they take the time to roll the dice. It's like, okay, well, why don't you roll? And then there's silence. And then there's like a little tap. Mm -hmm. Okay. I rolled a 12. So we get that. But then right in the middle is uh, one of the girls makes a comment, which uh, we could go back for. But let's listen to the rolling first in clip 14. Stir Fry rushes to the dartboard, pulls out all the darts and runs over. Hey! <laughs> um, he put he puts one dart in front of the Bonesby's left hand and one in his right hand. Okay. Random. But let's see where you're going. Okay. We use your healthy hand to try to hit the dartboard. Uh, Freddy throws a dart. Yeah, make a uh, make a dexterity roll. Dart dexterity. Uh, two, two. 
uh, you hit one of the people who was near the dartboard who was upset that ha- all of their darts were pulled out of the dartboard. You hit them. Watch where you're going! Roll for damage. Roll a d4. One. One? Uh, you hit this guy. It hits him right in the cheek. He goes, ow, Jesus Christ. I was trying to play darts alone. Shut the fuck up. Which, they do that a lot, too. They swear when they're like, I don't know what the fuck yeah. to do, so we're just going to have my character swear. So, uh, I don't know if it's worth actually getting to the 23-second mark, but she tries to sneak in. He says, let's have a dexterity roll uh, for throwing the dart. So she really quietly, you can tell she's not proud of it. She's, dart-sterity? Because yeah. she's throwing a dart. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, e- even even the people who suck, they like, they, well, I know that I'm I'm really not good. Well, maybe one of their friends will stumble upon this someday and listen to it. <laughs> and they'll have to explain themselves. They're like, oh, the, shit. The dart stared. It was actually pretty funny. That was the best part of the episode. Now I kind of want to leave a comment on the episode, and I'm I'm going to write about how funny Dart Sterity was because then maybe she'll see it. I'm Inflate like, her ego yeah. so she talks a little she, louder she next time. Yeah, <laughs> next time she's more confident. <laughs> the oh, shitty wait, pun. I got someone for this. <laughs> <laughs> she becomes the star of the show. <laughs> you know, they're all stars in my mind. I don't yeah, know, but I don't... soon it'll be Carly Minardo <laughs> and the uh, rude Tales of Magic crew. Or whatever. She'll get. The, she'll be the glorious stuff out of this. Am I dating myself? What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> get still there. <laughs> Miami sound machine. The rhythm is going to get you, Christian. <laughs> oh. Clip 16 has everything. There's a Whoa. moderator trying to advance the story. Characters awkwardly interacting with each other. Performers laugh at things that aren't funny. But most importantly, it's the return of Friendman, Clip 17. Oh, Jesus. Clip, sorry, Clip 16. This is exciting. Clip 16. I hope we didn't build this up too much. Oh, no, I, don't, I don't think it's possible. Yeah, you see a very friendly man uh, behind the bar. He's like, he's cleaning a, a, a tankard of ale. Sir. Yes. How much for that bottle of vinegar? Well, as I told your friends, I do not charge for these drinks. And so I do not charge for the bottle of vinegar either. It's yours if you want it. Thank you so much. I love you and you're really fun. Thank you so much. It's nice to hear that. I love you too. Oh, thank you. I love you as well. It's nice to hear back and forth a little bit. Sometimes you sit out loud and just sort of disperses into the air. And he hands you the, the vinegar. Oh, beautiful. I love you. I, yes, I heard you the first time. I just, it's always fun to hear the back and forth. So I often am, it's just... I am 100% friendly, and you're exploring my outer limits. <laughs> yes, well, I love you, so that was very... I, I've said it once. And I, it's, you know, the re- repetition makes a hot grow fun. It uh, can be so brave to be so needy. They really just what? bring out the chamois on anything. They're just like, no, no, let's really spend more time in this back and forth. And yeah, I mean... I'm... Repetition does not make the heart grow fonder. Well, you know, we can agree to disagree. <laughs> okay. You know, I... I <laughs> I've seen, I've seen somebody stand up act. You know, the squeegee bit, every time I hear it, I laugh a little bit harder. Okay. I mean, if you're falling in love with Senator John watching a stand up, then who am I to argue? It sounds like these guys are doing a filibuster to prevent the, the women from talking again. Yeah. Well, you know what? So maybe it's not all bad. Right. Might be right it that. reminds me of you and I were at Skylark, mm-hmm. and there was a bartender there who oh. did not want to serve this drunk guy at the end because I guess he was a problem. Yeah. So she tried to make it seem like we were having a conversation, though we weren't. So she's like, hey, guys, we're having a conversation. And I'm like, what, we are? We're like, oh, yeah, because I'm ignoring that guy over there. So I'm talking to you. And like, that's basically what these two are doing. They're just like, hey, let's just keep saying words, right? Yeah, yeah. You want to say words? I'll say words. Then you say words, huh? Just keep saying something or she's going to say dartsterity. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I stopped talking for a second. Ah. She snuck it in there. <laughs> 
personally, I like any troupe of comedians. They work so well together where it's like a finely tuned machine. You have some great kids in the hall sketches like Bonnie Python. And I think my clip 18, it's an example of how the, the gang of Root Tells of Magic they just work so well together in Clip 18. We've dunked my poopoo hand in vinegar with cooked eggs. Oh, my uh, <laughs> my brothers and sisters and I used to do stuff like this and then dare each other to drink it. Is that what's uh No. Oh, cool. No, that would be very dangerous. We are holding back dark magic with stinky poopoo hand. Yeah, Abby, we're holding back dark magic with stinky poopoo hand. I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Thank you, Stir Fry. I, this is exactly how you would make pickled cucumbers. Yes. At home. Yes. You know what's funny? Knock off the word cucumber. Johnson Christ. Yeah, yeah pal. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome, welcome to culinary mastery. What is going on here? So, if I could give them a note. Yes. Oh, someone should have said. This is the first one, though. Everyone should have said. Until now. Stinky poo poo hand one more time. (laughs) Because it was funny the first time. It was funnier the second time. It was only going to get better a third time around. They really missed opportunity there. Yeah, do it in your over the top fop voice. Yes. (laughs) Correct. There's a few over the top voices, and I think that uh, really. You know what's amazing to me? And tell me if I'm wrong about this, because I could be. Of all these shows, all these improv shows, people playing Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that, we've done a lot of them. And I get mixed reviews from people because people are like, Carl, you don't get it. This is, you know, maybe it shouldn't be on the internet, but this is like what people do. And this is what the game that they play. And I, and I, someone was telling me this when we were at the Philly show, the live show. And I go, no, you're right. I don't get it. I, I don't do this kind of show and, and, or I don't play this kind of game. So I'm not familiar with how this goes, but I guess this is how it goes on. I've never once heard children doing this, but it sounds like it should, right? Playing out characters. Like when I was a kid, we'd play Star Wars or something, yeah. you know. And I'm Luke Skywalker, and I'm you know you, you kicking everyone's ass. At the Ewok. Yeah. Damn you! <laughs> Damn you! Did you talk to my mom? Are you talking to my mom Look, too? I had to play Princess Nisa the Ewok, so you know it could have been worse. Oh, maybe you and I have much to discuss later on. <laughs> so I, I, that's what I assume when I hear these people making silly voices and trying to crack each other up. That it's a thing for children to do, but it's always adults. Always. And they're always proud of themselves. People are posting photos of them in our Discord and stuff. It's like, I would keep my face off the internet if I was doing this. (laughs) So But they're they're making 20 grand Canadian, you know? I mean. True. And you split that up between how many retards are there on the show? Well, come on. The the girls, they're going to get the least. Even even up in Canada. Even in Canada? Even in Canada. They have the correct pay scale? Good. (laughs) First, you got to get it down to like, what, 80 cents on the dollar. And then half of that. And then half of that. To the exchange rate. So, yeah. They get 40 cents for dart sterity. Okay, so if you guys remember when I was playing my clips uh, a minute ago, this guy turned into a horse. Oh, that was pretty great. Yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone, that reminded me. Yeah, everyone was laughing their ass off. So then they're uh, they're cooking steaks, and I guess uh, this is hilarious. Yeah, we have a steak as well. I'll have a steak. I just assume- do you think that tastes good to your horse mouth? Uh-huh. Okay, because it's made of a very adjacent animal. Super adjacent. Uh, yes, but so is pork to man, and we love it. <laughs> horse love beef. All right. I mean, this is so stupid. These people are so dumb. So they're saying that cows and horses are adjacent? What does yeah. that even mean? On the farm. They're close to, yeah, they're, to yeah, each yeah, other. They, they hang out near each other. They're adjacent. <laughs> they're kitty corner, yeah. so to speak. So that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. And and I guess humans are in relationship with pigs I didn't know about. That's odd to me. And then they're like, 
talking about like, well, I don't know if that the horse would like steak. Yeah, horses don't eat meat. You can just yeah. leave it at that. <laughs> he just just like yeah. right there. We got it. He'll eat your lawn all day. Yeah, but he's not going to eat your dog that's sitting. In the <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be absurd enough. Moving on. <laughs> so then. I don't know if these people even know what steak is or how it's prepared. Jeffrey rushes to the to the fire where he uh, uh, takes off a sizzling steak. Not medium rare, not medium well, just rare, baby. With a little bit of feta. <laughs> Yeah. So well, they've never had steak. No, they have no idea. It's not medium rare. It's it's not medium well. It's rare. Well, I do love feta on my steak, though, so I'm not going to take that part back. It's not well done. It's not medium. No. It's not raw. It's like, yeah, no, fucking just, it's rare. We get it. But it didn't make any sense the way they presented that. And then, yeah, the little bit of feta just cracked everybody up. Yeah, well, it's because it's hysterical. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I will say every improv group needs a spaz guy. I've noticed this in every show that we've ever done. There's always one guy who's way over the top yeah. and needs all the attention. He's the funny one, usually. Oh, where? He's the one they all think. It's like, well, he's the best. If he ever he's left, we'd have to disband. Yeah, yeah. Spaz guy and the improvers. <laughs> and time freezes as Bello disappears from the horse's eyes and Cheddar's eyes. The only physical thing that you really recognize from Cheddar, they they appear and they look out at you from uh, from inside of this horse as Cheddar shouts, "Holy shit! Did this guy just come? Jesus, this feels good! Whoa, Joe, Cordelia! Whoa, 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 Cordelia! Cordelia!" It sounds like Chad's impression of you. Yeah, it's a little over the top, it's a little, slightly, slightly over the top is how I would describe that. All right, I'll play my uh, my last clip on here, and then I'll let you finish us off. So, I've only got 47 more clips. I know you this. do. I know. You got seven more hours of this guy. Strap in. Apparently, when you use a word incorrectly, that's also hilarious. Agreed. I mean, it is when Patty Seacuffs does it, but <laughs> okay, he's not trying to be funny. <laughs> All right. We accept this. Thank you. In- thank you incredibly much. <laughs> incredibly no problem. Of course. Well, this has been an incredible conversation. Thank you so much. That's retarded. Yeah. That third one really drove it home. Thank you incredibly much. Yeah. Now, I didn't have anything the first time. I was glad that uh, they really spent time stretching it out. It's a perfectly adjacent joke. <laughs> well, like a count of horrors. <laughs> my, uh, my clip 23 highlights that the reason the show works is because of the pacing. It's tight. It mm. just breeze, breezes right by. It flies by. And there's no way an 85-minute episode takes four and a half hours to pull f- clips from. <laughs> so my clip 23 will show you that. Uh, maybe you've heard of it, the SES. It's like a fog wall. It's like Would a I'll big, a- it's like a b- giant wall of fog. It's called the, um, well, the SES. Would Abby have heard of this as a person who lived in the teenage woods? Uh, no, because remember uh, how far Albie was? Uh, you were close to school. You had never even journeyed uh, as far east as the Soaking Valley. That's so right. I think it's very unlikely. If you want to make a roll, you can roll with disadvantage. You can make an intelligence roll. Okay. Ooh. Twelve. Twelve. You uh, the, something about SES does ring a bell for you. You've you've heard of it. It's definitely something that it's somewhere in the back of your mind. You've heard the, the letters SES together like that. Okay. Yeah, it sort of sounds familiar. So we want to. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe you've heard of it. Uh, the skin eating storm. The skin eating storm. Yeah. Yeah. 
My brother might have mentioned something about that in one of his letters. What if she had rolled a 13? <laughs> then what would have happened? Well, if he had rolled a 6, it was going to be, well, I'll never tell you. And that would have yeah. been the end of and the And then episode. you move on, yeah. yeah. But if it, was, if it was a 14, it's like you know two of the words yeah. of, the, of the three. I like the big, long pause after she rolls. She's yeah. like, oh, there's a 1 and a 2 next to each other. <laughs> I know this. I've well, seen this before. You hear a roll, and she goes, yeah. ooh. Yeah. I'm like, okay, is she not going to say what? Oh, no, it's a 12. We just had to wait. Yeah. She thought it was 21. She's like, it's a 27. To die, so, <laughs> so Shit, it's right. not doing I really am magic. <laughs> uh, Hit me. My clip 24. Look, we all love Cardiff's games. I could never compete with those, so I'm going to play a much simpler game. Okay. We're going to play this clip, and you guys decide if our cast is one, indifferent to the show they're a part of, B, really bad at comedy, <laughs> or lastly, both. Okay. So let's play clip 24, please. Do you think he. Escaped? Oh. How close is Philadelphia to the fucking Valley? Not close. Okay. I think they're really bad at comedy. I'll tell you why. Okay. I bet if you looked at all of their Twitter accounts, and I did not do this, I did not. they lead with... Oh. They are on this podcast. It's probably the first thing. And then it's like, mom of two, you know, <laughs> all the other stuff after that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going with both. I think that uh, they're not having fun, but for whatever reason, they get that cut of the 20 grand. They better not be having fun. (laughs) If I'm not having fun, I don't want anyone having fun. (laughs) That's right. That would piss me off. I think Fred Matt's having fun, if I had to guess. My clip 26 is is the shortest clip that I pulled, and it's definitely my inner monologue many times as I listen to this clip 26. Let's get this the fuck over with. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm, whoever the guy is goes, yeah, yep, that's yeah. me. I, I think I'm going to tip the bartender. How much should I tip that? Whatever. <laughs> oh, no, I don't need to accept tips because I do this for the love oh, and the journey Jesus that you're all about. Yeah. Christ. Uh, so, clip 27, uh, this is an example. We were talking about how the post-production happens. Yeah. And there's a number of times where this happens, but this, I think, was the best example. I guess I should be happy that the music is too loud in this clip, clip 27. But it's not a good thing because it droned it out. So I had to go back and listen. And I'm like, wait, what were they talking about? And I, I don't really know. So, uh, yeah, so clip 27, uh, you'll just hear what happens when you don't adjust the music. In post. You can see the drawbridge gate. It's been heavily fortified. There's a massive, massive witch hunter presence. You can see uh, just about, no, no, exactly 20 witch hunters patrolling the area, moving back and forth like clockwork. And in the James Woods, clocks move clockwise. So whoever's scoring this is going, this music is way better than whatever this asshole is yeah. putting out about. Let's crank this. I got to try and get a gig on another podcast, so let me go ahead. And- this is uh, known as the Ramones mix. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's uh, get this uh, vocalist <laughs> way down. Uh, my clip 29 shows that uh, maybe the sound design isn't as well done as it seemed. Uh, mm. It's just a it's a bad choice in the sound effect. It's one we've all heard a lot of times, clip 29. Oh, but my my legs are starting to run in a circle. I'm about to go. You got to convince me to stay. Shut the fuck up. Was that really in the show? That's really in the show. <laughs> I wanted. I, mean, I was like, oh, they're gonna think I know. They use that okay. cartoon. That Hannah Barbera. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's it. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> that's fucking terrible. Yeah. It takes me out of it. I, I'm no longer part of Middle Earth and Philadelphia or wherever the fuck. Well, I'm only gonna about. play a couple more clips from the show. Oh no! Come on, Christian. <laughs> I'm, oh, come I'm on. skipping a huge plot line. Only that a couple more. I won't even 
bother summarizing it. Thank Christ. Uh, yeah, there's a whole group of characters, which is where the title comes from. But I had to pull clip 32 because the improv is so bad. I listened to it. I Finally. pulled the clip. Find an example of bad improv. I, yeah, but this is like, I couldn't even figure out, like, where's the attempt? A lot of these other clips, you're like, okay, they're just not funny. Yeah. I, I'm like, I don't know what they're saying. Is this a song I'm supposed to get? There's a, there's like four things happening in clip 32. You are in the air, flying through the sky. You feel the wind in your hair. Hey, 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 just in time. I am flying. You got one track, my Freddy. Check it out, I'm Freddy. Check it out, I'm flying. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> Fucking thing. Was it going for like an imagination land kind of thing? That's all I was uh, thinking. Yeah, but not pulling it off at all. Like no. trying to turn that into an actual song at some point. Yeah. Well, I think that's a problem when you're doing improv and you're like, oh, I'm going to go into a song and, oh, no, I can't write a song. Yeah, I, I don't have a melody. I don't have lyrics. What am I thinking? Yeah. What am I going to do with so that? I'll just go like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah. Sounded like that train song a little bit, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So clip 33, mercifully, the whole show is over and the Kevin Brennan-like narrator comes back one more time just to remind us the strong comedic background that everyone has. Clip 33. <laughs> Now that's what I call a gliding good time. Oh, you know, I'm, look, I'm trying to add puns into my thing. Yeah, yeah that's actually not a pun. It's not a pun at all. It's not a pun. Not yeah, a it's pun just uh, the wrong word to use. Yep. All right, well, I have one more clip, clip 34. I've played all of my clips from Rue Tales of Magic, and I knew that we were going to feel the way we feel right now. It's not true. We've skipped a bunch. Yeah, but I knew we were going to feel this way. This is the last one that I'm going to play, though. So before we move on I don't know why to, you're declaring victory over here. Before we move on to Cringe of the Week, I was like, let's, let's have a little sorbet, a little palate cleanser, and after yes. dinner mint, a genuine laugh. Oh. Some real comedy. Oh. So for clip 34, I went back to the only place I could think of a callback from an earlier appearance I made here on WATP. That's right. I have a brand new clip featuring Adel, Eric, and JPC of uh, Hey Riddle Riddle, clip 34. Oh, all right. <laughs> We're timing out your contractions, and you are you still have a little ways to go. Uh, do not worry. I'm going to get hey, this baby. Hey, Storky, I was promised a baby by this time. Ma'am, the baby is coming. I am a professional. Uh, we will. I mean, everything is looking good. It just takes time. You can't force these things. The baby I will come when the baby's ready. I passed my due date, Mr. Storky, and it was a great due date. Turn back the clock. Give me due the baby. To, due date, do, are, they're more of like an educated guess, but again, the baby comes when the baby comes. You're, you're, you are, your water hasn't broken you yet. Listen uh, to you're listening. Mm-hmm. You deliver this baby right now, you Storky. Ma'am? You stork. You old dorky, storky, dork. It's just people love that show so much the time that I pull clips from it. And by the way, I did listen to an entire episode to come up with that 52-second clip. Why would you do that <laughs> yes, to yourself? You diabolical <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> kind of that. Yeah, the way that Chris is feeling right Christian, now. Christian, <laughs> do you know how, like, 
Tiger Woods had to change his swing because his back was giving out and he yeah. had to like reinvent himself as a golfer. Yeah. You're going to burn yourself out in WATP world if you're doing this. <laughs> you can't go through and listen to Hey Riddle Riddle every week. You're, you're going to be a shell of yourself in a year from now. Yeah. Wait, Pace am, yourself. Am I going to end up banging Perkins waitresses in the parking lot? We all are. All right. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's well the, worth it. All that's right. the perk. <laughs> oh! oh! He's with his bell. Watch out. Look what I'm doing over here. Herb Beta Patched on uh, YouTube says, this show makes me miss the Koch Brothers mystery show. Holy shit. That was a debacle of a show. But at least it was bad. Oh, well, he's rewarding himself with a, with a beer, everybody. <laughs> I think I deserve it. He said he would. That's what I said. As soon as I'm done with my clips, I'm having that beer. Yeah, yeah. That uh, Koch Brothers show was so bad. And it was actually scripted. But oh. similar to this, like acted out oh, with goofy yeah. voices and whatever nonsense they're doing. All right. As you mentioned, it's time for our cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. We have a couple cringes of the week, although I think that they all feature the same person. Unfortunately, <laughs> this guy is on. I hope some... it's nobody who's ever been on the show. Before. <laughs> this guy is on some kind of roll when it comes to cringe of the week. He just cannot stop being the cringe of the week for some reason. <laughs> you probably guessed it. John Marlowe has suggested uh, this clip of uh, our good buddy Ray Devito. Ray DeVito still just not able to get out of his own way. Down, like they're in a jar. You laugh, but watch. Yeah. Maybe Something? who knows? Ray sweat. You know, you should bottle that shit because who knows, yeah. man? That oh no, you know what I do? Do people? Uh, He's like, like I, I do. <laughs> I'll like run three miles and then I'll get off the treadmill and I'll actually have to ring, take off my shirt, ring it out into the fucking. I'll ring it out in the toilet. And then put it back on and go run another couple miles. Yeah, I can't. I it oh my God, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not pretty, man. What is? This? It's not pretty. Oh my God, you gotta, do, man. You gotta do, man. I think that explains so much right now. <laughs> I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like I don't know you, but I feel like I know you. <laughs> no, I, I feel the same. Uh, Mary will talk. Ray's talking to two women. About how sweaty he gets. <laughs> and how he soaks his shirt, rings out, and puts it back on. Ray, this is the opposite of game, my friend. You're doing it wrong. Hmm. I want to help him. <laughs> I don't know if he's helpable. Can't imagine why in the last episode he mentioned that he didn't have a girlfriend. It, it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. It doesn't make any sense. So another cringe of the week coming in. <laughs> and this is from So Thorough Joe Burrow, who you might know from uh, such chats as the Misery Loves Company chat. See him in there quite a bit. He tweeted this at me because Ray's got this guest on. And I guess this woman was in Wolf of Wall Street and she had a scene with Leonardo DiCaprio. Is that what I'm to understand here? I, I believe that's in this true. clip. That's the description. Yeah. And uh, boy, Ray, this is not how you talk to a gal, especially an attractive one who agreed to do your show. Don't bury the lead. She's an actress. And if you watch The Wolf of Wall Street, she's a lovely lady that gave Leonardo DiCaprio a lap dance. She got to lap dance for Leonardo DiCaprio. And she also works in finance where the people own the Titanic that was in the sea. So she is very tied together with Leonardo DiCaprio, whether it's her legs around him or the Titanic, the boat that he died on in the movie. She and Leonardo DiCaprio are like this. Uh, but now she's too old for him. She's way too old. <laughs> Thanks. No, no. Did you see her look on her face? 
I think even the listeners that are just listening to the audio version, they were able to see the look. Yeah. On <laughs> it was that pronounced. Because it was such a buildup. She's uh-huh. like, yeah, I know. Isn't that He's cool? being so nice to yeah. me. Yeah. And then it dropped 20 degrees. And she's not, to my eyes, an old over-the-hill chick. I, I get it. Leonardo DiCaprio, 25 is yeah. his cap. I but, get it. You know, Ray's not Leo. I don't know if he knows yeah, this. Right. I know this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, go ahead and give a compliment if you want. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just to throw that out Might there. Might not hurt. You know? Yeah. It could, couldn't hurt. For sure. All right, Ray. We love you, buddy. Keep keep being you. That's what everyone's enjoying. Now, a, a guy who keeps being him that I'm not enjoying right now is Stuttering John Melendez because we have announced, as we did in the last episode, and then Vince, the lawyer, put out a video yesterday that I tweeted out where there was a conversation between him and Stuttering John, and John agreed to do a live show. We have a plan for Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Who Are These Podcasts YouTube channel. It's going to be Stuttering John with Vince, myself, Shuli, some other special guests. We got John, you know, we're paying him to do this. And now all of a sudden, John's acting like he's going to back out because he feels like we're not going with the terms that he agreed to. He wants all of the money up front. Yeah. We told him we'll give you 50% of the money. And then as soon as it's done, here's the other 50%. Very reasonable. Yeah. This is how business works. You get paid after the job is done in most things. But and what if I want to be paid for not doing anything? How does that sound well, to you, The Carl? fact that he's now saying, I'm not going to do it unless I get all the money up front, tells me he wasn't planning on doing it anyway. He just wanted to steal our money. <laughs> right? Because otherwise, it wouldn't be that big of a fucking deal to be like, all right, it, it's just two days from now. You'll get the money in two days. Now, anyone who's ever worked with him who's listening to what you just said is like, oh, now he gets it. He completely understands. He was never going to do it. He just wanted to take the money and then hide on Twitter, hide off Twitter. And for I, I understand that, except for the fact that I was really feeling strongly that he wanted to come on because when he was having those conversations with Vince, we were, we were listening to it, yeah. he had a lot of things to say to Shuli. He wanted to call me gay. He had some fun things for me. Like He was like ready with stuff. He's not a planner either, so to right. ask all those questions it seemed very legit. He's been reading a lot of Shuli's Anonymous. Mm. <laughs> and so he's excited to talk to Shuli about all this. And I'm excited for him to talk to Shuli about all yeah. this. I think we all are. Yep. And so this idea... That he might back out. I hope he doesn't. I really hope it's still on because that's insane. That's insane if he's going to take half of our money and then go, no, never mind. If the alternative is to just bail now and get zero dollars, he'll at least take half up front. So he's not going to say that he's going to back out. Well, look, this is a little bit behind the scenes stuff, but now he's trying to pit us against another person who's, you know, looking to pay him for an interview. Could it possibly? It's, you said person, so it's not a potato. Okay, maybe, maybe it's not a person. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Good point. Just, just yeah. Good point. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> Jesus, John, get you can't get out of his own way. This was an opportunity to come back big time get all these people on his side build this whole thing up yeah. again he's got case off yeah and if he drops the ball i'll be very disappointed i know yeah. i shouldn't be I, I haven't made plans for monday and now i'm gonna have to find something to do if this doesn't happen you know well we're gonna i'm, I'm still holding out hope i'm optimistic by the way what it. are the odds that uh, cardiff tries to snipe stream your stream of this oh yeah he might i invited him to come on the show he hasn't responded yet so maybe you're right but, you know, honestly, though, guys, I see the can of Coors as half full. <laughs> I think we still got a half full, kind of cold. Can I see that can? <laughs> How cold are we talking? Are you going to finish it? Because <laughs> I'm an optimist. <laughs> and that's what I choose to believe. I want all the Coors up front. <laughs> so, anyway, hopefully, and... 
please tune in Monday at 8 p.m. on Who Are These Podcasts. We're supposed to have uh, Stuttering John on there. If we don't, I'm sure we'll do something either way. But I'm, I'm planning on having John on there. And we're going to do everything in our power to make this happen. Because I really do want this to, uh, to go down. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I'm, I, yeah, I mean, this is, I don't know what, what, what compares to this in terms of the media landscape in recent years, get, you know, the return of stuttering John, uh, I can't think of anything I'm more excited about. Don Geronimo came back to uh, radio in Washington, DC. Oh, that is pretty exciting. From the, from the Don and from Mike Don show. And, and he came out and he goes, Hey guys, I'm just going to spin records. So if you're excited about me coming back, cause you remember the Don and Mike show, that's not what this is. Are you listening? Oh. Opie? <laughs> I'm just, Greg. I'm just spinning records. Just spin the records. He told a story about how he thought he had a job in Sacramento, but he didn't. And then he tried to get a job in Texas somewhere. And that fell through. And he's like, and so now I'm spinning records back at the old station. Here's some grand funk. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I guess this would be more exciting than that now that I think about it. But only mildly, you know. Right. Dr. Geronimo coming back is. Where's Mike? Is Mike still alive? Mike O'Mara does a podcast that we reviewed years ago. Okay. But we did review it on Who Are the Podcasts. And he had a couple of the guys. I don't know if Buzz was on there. He might have passed. But uh, a couple of the guys from the old Down and Mike show were on there with him. And not great. I I don't want to derail the show, but you just made me think is Greaseman still alive? I don't know. Because if he's not doing a podcast, so I'm, I'm going to email him after the show. Email him and tell him the Centering Johns also has nothing to do, and they can team up. <laughs> that would be correct. Grease oh, Man and John. Yeah. Grease Man and Grease Guy. <laughs> In the morning. <laughs> Our promoter is the Greasy Sheets from the other show. <laughs> All right, guys. We're having too much fun. I wanted to revisit a show <laughs> that we haven't talked about in a minute. And, Christian, you live in L.A. I do. You obviously hobnob with some of the the biggest comedians and actors. Have you ever heard of John Lovitz? Whoa! I had lunch with him not long ago. Yeah. Is someone lying? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I saw him. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I paid for lunch. <laughs> yeah, so I, what I'm wondering is, because of your connections, yes. are you friendly? Do you know Sarah Silverman? I don't. Great. But I She's do a know phenomenal. A guy who, I know someone who's her cousin. Who, <laughs> Harrison uh, Young. Show. <laughs> He's great. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know Sarah Silver. I should no. introduce this as Harrison Young's cousin. <laughs> Do we have the music, the uh, topic oh, time? Anytime you can play music. To- no, I, I do the snap. I do the snap. <laughs> I forgot how strict he was with that. If you don't, aren't familiar with Sarah Silverman's podcast, she is one of the funniest comics. She had the Sarah Silverman show. She was on SNL. There's a really great clip from that show, by the way, that uh, maybe people want to put out there. Uh, it, let's just say her pigmentation is a little bit darker than usual in that clip. Yes, that was that was a good gag. That was, that was great. That yeah. was a pretty funny gag. Her ex-boyfriend, Jimmy Kimmel, has one of those clips, too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're both hilarious comics. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Hollywood loves them both. So whenever I check in on a comedian's podcast, I think, oh, is this going to be like Tim Dillon? You know, something that's just like really fucking funny and yeah. absurd. You don't know where she's going to go with stuff. And uh, what she likes to do is take voicemails. You know, we do voicemails too. And yeah. WTP, if you stick around to the end, we, we play your voicemails. She likes to do it right up front. So she's going to get right started with the voicemail segments. You left me a message. See, it's already funny now and fun. She's looking. Let's hear some voice. Oh, she's being cute and fun, smiley. All right, let's go, Sarah. 
Hi, Sarah. This is Sarah from New York. Uh, I called you once when I was pregnant <laughs> about two years ago, and I asked you what the reason was for your last cry. Now I'm calling because I'm wondering, um, I've noticed that you have a very healthy relationship with death and with grief. <laughs> We're off to a good start. <laughs> the last time I called you, I asked you why you were crying. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying like, wow, you do really a good job with death and grief. You're yeah. killing it over there. Well, yeah. <laughs> Reach out to my, one of my favorite comedians to see what they think about death and dying yeah. and crying. How do you have a good relationship with death? I mean, Sarah Silverman, from what I've seen and witnessed, I think she's clinically depressed. So yeah. the fact that someone's panting around the back going, you're doing a good job with life. I'd be like, oh, well, not so fast there. I mean, you don't know anyone who's doing better than this. <laughs> she seems like she's not doing all that well. And so Sarah addresses that. And actually, I was surprised that she said that because I, I agreed. Thank you. I Look, yeah, you may notice that I have a healthy relationship with, with death and grief. Um, but I will remind you that you see me for a little less than an hour a week. <laughs> And I'm pretty much um, my best self. Oh, no. During those times, these times. Oh, my God. As opposed to producer Chris, who puts his worst self out there in every yeah. episode. Yes. Right. He's a great guy off air. Oh, no, he's, he's, a, he's a star. But when we're here. Get the microphone away right, from him. Yeah, yeah. I just think that's so funny that this this is her version of acting like she's dealing well with life. Like She must be a mess. She hasn't combed right. her hair in three days. <laughs> yeah, when that camera gets turned off. She's wearing her smart gold glasses. Yeah, no, this is, she's really crushing it. Yeah, But yeah. she's saying that she's faking it. Yeah. It's like, oh. well, yeah, I'm here. You know, I, make, yeah. I make it seem like I handle these things well. No, you don't. <laughs> Not at all. Amish Space Force says Hollywood needs to be bulldozed into the sea. Let's at least warn the Blats before yeah. we do that. Look, we'll, we, can, we can head down to my in-laws in Orange County. We'll be fine down Okay, there. Just let me know that the bulldozers come. Because my buddy Larry Blinder has officially gotten out of there. So as my friends leave there, okay. I'm more and more with the bulldozer theory. Yeah. Well, I'm showbiz adjacent, kind of like the horse and the cows. Yeah. So I kind of need to be at least kind of close. But, okay. Yeah. Well, now that uh, Dick Masterson has all these roles in uh, Netflix shows, I think he has to be there now, too. So this is um, you and Dick are buddies now. We're supposed to uh, have, what, uh, three-fifths of a tab of acid and go to a Dodger game? Right. So, yeah, that's yeah. right. It was very specific. It was very, yeah. It was like, <laughs> but not more than that. I'm like, all right, all right, I won't. That, and, that's uh, some ruler you got yeah, to get out. Definitely to, the uh, metric side. Yeah, you after they had uh, the the big, uh, like the Pride Night there, they had a lot of people blocking traffic into the stadium. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah, and I was like, uh, we really should have dropped acid that night. That's yeah. the night we should have gone, but uh, we missed it. So maybe next Pride Night. Next Pride Day. I don't know if you know this, but... Um, the Dodgers play home games all the time. But we You're like, ah, oh, damn, I missed a baseball game. Oh, no, I when know. will I see the Dodgers now? They have like four day games a year, you know. So uh, I, I, I'm waiting for that. You know, basically, I'm waiting for Dick. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna buy the ticket. <laughs> right, can somebody cut I'd that? Be like, end? Be like hey, can you please <laughs> cut that, clip that for me? Damn it. It's done. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> it's already done. We have to raise this off. <laughs> all right, guys. I don't know if I've set this up well, but comedian Sarah Silverman, everybody. But yeah, I've had a. a a lot of people, unfortunately, die in my life. Close, close, close people. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. That's terrific. Sarah's the best, isn't she? Whenever I'm feeling down, I tune into Sarah's show and I'm like, yeah, I should kill myself. Yeah, yeah actually. All these crazy thoughts in my head are correct. 
<laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah, unless she has hilarious bits like, uh, "Oh, I had a I had a nightmare that a baby died of crib death," and oh my god, so much funny stuff that she has that she could share. Some of her greatest hits. Yeah, I should mention I didn't even pull the clip, but the way this episode starts off is check out Sarah's new comedy special streaming oh. on Netflix starting June whatever. Oh boy! So she's got a comedy show coming up, and this is how she's promoting it. Oh. And uh, it just keeps getting better and better. I'm more inclined to watch it now that I've seen these clips. Yeah. If you had told me last week she had a comedy special. You'd be like, ah, whatever. But now you're like, wow, this is going to be dynamite. You know, and with my parents dying last month, um, that that last three weeks with them was just, um, I was consumed with sadness. Just my entire being. And some good stuff. Of course, whilst all of that is going on, I'm also and all three of my sisters, all of us, all hands on deck are just doing nonstop work. You don't think about all the logistics that come with a loved one dying, you know, um, dealing with the hospital, dealing with hospice workers, payments, what's covered by this and what's not and what in mortuary and the, the mortuary and the reaching out. To their friends the best we could, which we whiffed in a lot of ways. This is six minutes into the latest episode. Like, I didn't, like, go through and find, like, where's one where Sarah's talking about some crazy shit? I just looked at the latest episode six minutes in. Her parents just died. By the way, thanks for dying. It really made a lot of work for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so busy doing this podcast for one hour every week. Now, I have to reach out to their friends, which, by the way, I did not do a good job of. (laughs) She should team up with uh, Hannah Gatsby. Seriously. (laughs) All right. So she's going to talk about a conversation she had with her shrink. And the shrink sounds a little bit like a quack to me. But apparently her and her sisters decided to have a picnic at their parents' gravesite. It sounds completely normal, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what people do, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird place. Did they get a food <laughs> truck? Because that, that's... <laughs> yeah. There's a bounce house. Yeah. My shrink said something really great last last week. Because he, he, we're going to go um, do a picnic at their grave site, you know, and um, and uh, this weekend and... and but he, and my shrink said, and he was quoting someone else, I think, but he's like, when you go visit your loved one at the cemetery, just know they are in the car with you on the way there and they leave with you when you, you know, on the way back home. And um, so you don't need to go. The gravesite <laughs> is just where their their bones are. Right. <laughs> Seems I, like someone's the expert. There. I know. I like it. She's like, now my street did come up with this. This is. Yeah. Pretty impressive stuff. Yeah. I think he heard it from someone else. <laughs> An older shrink. Do, do you know that the dead people don't actually live down there? That's, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, not their permanent residence. Agree to disagree. I've seen Night of the Living Dead. Right? Okay. I, I know how it works. Yeah. I've seen the thriller video. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> there is precedent for this. So what's funny is that all of this came from a caller saying she handles grief really well. Yeah. And she's having a picnic. <laughs> Which, by the way, she's only proved how well she's handling it. I don't know. Also, if your parents die, do you have to do your podcast a month later? You know, I mean, we're not all dead inside. We could take you could take a little time. That I would be fine, Sarah. I know. I don't need to promote your Netflix special. Well, don't get me wrong. That's yeah, important. Yeah. You know what? She'll take off next month. Right. Yeah. After the special's out. All right. So let's get another voicemailer. Because the voicemailers are really what gets things rolling on the show. And if you have a great voicemailer, we're going to get a great segment. 
Well, you also don't have to prep your show if you only play voice. It's like Super Chats. It's just right. the old-fashioned version of Super Chats. Yeah, you know yeah. what? That is, that's a good point. <laughs> Although these people would never give her five bucks no. to her, for her to hear this. Each of them would ask her for five yeah. bucks. And we're back. Hey, Sarah. Um, I am 24 years old, and I have been self-harming since I was 13. Um more specifically cutting i'm hoping that people who would be triggered by that click out when they hear me say self-harm um sweetie i can't stop and um i feel like a child like i have a child problem you are a child you're leaving a voicemail for a mental comic to solve a mental disorder grow up so she said in that voicemail that she's 24. So I'll admit that uh, as that voicemail went along, she started sounding a lot hotter. Oh, yeah. By the end, <laughs> I was like, do they give out these numbers that people leave? With I, I could probably fix her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure. Pretty sure I Pretty can sure help she can come out. to the Dodger game with Dick Masterson and I and everything will be fine. I would not have gotten that far. So I curate all of our voicemails. People sometimes think they're talking to Chris or something. You're talking to me. I wouldn't have gotten that far through the voicemail. Oh, Carl, I just wanted to let you know that. All right, that's enough of that. Okay, we're so we're doing a comedy you show You realize here. that after this episode, you're going to get eight voicemails like that. That's not the same way. <laughs> if you cut yourself, please call into where this podcast guy from the Bronx, he's going to be talking about, <laughs> Carl, I've been self-harming myself for like 40 years. <laughs> i got to cover my arms up. It's embarrassing over here. It's like a kid's disease or something. <laughs> All right, that I will accept. <laughs> Especially if it's true. Well, let's see what Sarah's uh, response is to this, because it does not disappoint. It's probably going to be funny. <laughs> She's a comedian. I don't know about this. She's like, if you watch my special, it'll leave you in stitches. <laughs> you think you're cut up now? <laughs> I'm a cut up. Hey! <laughs> watch out, everyone. <laughs> By the way, if that's what Sarah did, I'd watch the show oh, religiously. Yeah. Yep. She, she just, just doesn't even think when she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> And then Jim Fortney comes out. You're cutting yourself. What are you, 12? You're going to cut yourself. What do you need some attention from a classmate? What did you do? Post it on Facebook? <laughs> it writes itself. All right. Let's see how Sarah handles this. We know, we know how we would handle it. Florentine would handle it. So she we should probably that. call Florentine and ask him. We should let's probably watch her right. first. Yeah. I don't know about this stuff, really, but... Um... We'll stop her from talking It's about interesting it. you said I feel like a child. Like, there's a child problem. And you know what? One, it's not. But two, it is. <laughs> Nailed it again, Sarah. Thank you. I like that it's okay to say you're not qualified to deal with this sort of thing. Like, she literally could just be like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Get help. Talk to someone. Talk to a professional. Join a group. Whatever you got to do. But it's also like, I don't know about that because when I was young, I was hot and I had friends. So yeah. I didn't need to cut myself. Right. So. And my cousin Harrison Young, <laughs> he's pretty popular too. <laughs> Although, you know, he does play a baseball game by himself in the living room. So maybe he needs help. Wasn't that incredible? <laughs> well, then he, heard, then he heard a couple of cats. I have so many questions about that. If, if he would videotape him playing one of these games. Yes, yes. I'm, That's all I'd watch. Yep. It's the only thing I'd ever watch ever again. If you put that up against the Stuttering John special. I might have to, might have to peek over to right. the picture of the yeah. picture. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'll play instead if John doesn't show up. That's not a bad idea. All right. So she's she's not qualified for this. She just said it's not a child's problem, and also it is. Not a great start, but uh, it's not going to stop her from continuing on 
and explaining what she thinks. This is where I would go. I would search and then I would give you commas to say in between words. <laughs> I've recently learned that commas are not read by uh, our computers. Well, she just learned how search engines work. <laughs> Maybe she's not the great and powerful Oz we think she is. <laughs> she's just over there Googling shit. She just found out about Google. Until last month, she was still using AltaVista and WebCrawler. <laughs> so here's a question for Sarah that might be appropriate for future voicemailers. Hey, I came up with a setup for a vagina joke, and I need a punchline. <laughs> That's the, the question that she can answer right there. That's what she's good with, not like self-cutting and mental issues. So she's going to explain what she thinks might help. This woman. When I feel extreme anxiety or rage, boy, I love to just run and run. I'm lying. I'm a power walker. I don't run. But sometimes I run. Um, like I live near a hill and boy, I've just been really ragey and frustrated and just gone and just run as fast as I can up that hill until I can't anymore. And it just... Boy, it helps. Now, the part she's leaving out is she's running up the Hollywood Hills to Johnny Depp's house to get high. <laughs> that's that's why it helps so much. I just run and run until I find a drug dealer. <laughs> Oddly enough, Johnny just leaves the key under the mat. Get right in. <laughs> There's a hill by my house. Wow, humble brag. Look at you. You live near a hill? That's Hollywood for you. Good stuff. All right, so let's get to the, uh, let's diagnose this together. Maybe you've got some, like, shame around um, your depression or your sadness, your hurt. And and our instinct when we are hurt is to make someone else feel that hurt. And I think with people who self-harm, you're your own someone else, you know. Would you say that's true? I don't know. This is potentially a very ignorant theory. I'm not sure. Well, it's also harmful. She's yeah. talking out of her ass as someone who obviously needs real professional yeah. help and making shit up. It seems like a bad strategy on this one. Yeah, but what's the worst that could happen, Carl? You know, I mean, what, what could these people possibly do if they take Sarah? She's out of the one that call her doesn't call in anymore. I can't figure it out. <laughs> she must be you. better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's a real stupid point. This might be the dumbest thing she's ever said. It's so funny because we hate that life is a roller coaster, and yet we pay money to ride roller coasters. <laughs> you know, like, there's a real love-hate vibe. Um, well, that's retarded. It's a metaphor, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. It's a metaphor. When, when people say life's a roller coaster, they're also going, wee! Yeah. <laughs> I live on a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> She's like, isn't that crazy how that works? Yeah. Like, we like roller coasters. I mean, yeah, the, the difference has nothing to do with when you ride a roller coaster, you've planned to do it. Yeah, and then yeah. you get off. Yeah, and then it's like, on. oh, boy, I sure got wet on Splash Mountain. I mean, not anymore. But, you know, back when Splash Mountain was a thing and you get wet on. My life is more like the teacups, but, you know, I don't live a very interesting life. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Same old shit, round and around. You know, listen, I only just heard your your beautiful, vulnerable, brave honest voice and i love you aren't you lying no in fact aren't you a liar no more questions your honor basically what she's saying is this person who wants to cut herself she heard her voice she's like and i love you now and i don't think that's how that works i don't no. think that's how love works i love her now but i don't think <laughs> i know you're you're in love i'm sure gonna try and find her listen it's not about hearing someone's voice it's knowing that they listen to your podcast you know if someone's just like Carl, i like your podcast I'm like i love you now yeah that's fine that's, that's fine. all it takes yeah you don't even have to like it just the fact that you listen but hearing a voice yeah 
especially a sobby, weepy, whiny voice like that is not going to do it for me. All right. Somebody posted an update on Stuttering John's stuff. This is all happening in real time today, people. Let's see what John has been uh, tweeting. It says, no hard feelings for Vince, but he breached our agreement, not solely because of him, but because the dues payer and Kevin wanted to pay me after. Remember the little rascals pay as you exit? Fuck that. So now I'll be appearing on MLC Podcast this Tuesday. Kev paid some up front. We were going to pay half of it up front, you fuck! Kev paid some up front? That, that's what our deal was! Oh, what so a fucking asshole. It was your dollar amount plus $5. And then John was like, okay, this is much better. Dude, he fucking sucks. What a piece of shit. If he goes on Kevin's... Send me a link, Kevin. Adam, <laughs> send me a fucking link to this. What a f- not I you know I was looking forward to having a civil conversation sure. with John. I had a lot of things to discuss with him. Now I'm pissing him again. That's all it takes, and it's always about the little rascals. What is it with him? What a fucking prick! God damn it! I need someone to put me in a good mood. I know, I know what'll do it. I'm literally angry with rage. It's time hey. to mock Zumok. Now, I have a parody sign that came in from Tony Muskrat. We haven't heard from him in a minute, so it's exciting that he's back. And I put this on the board, sight unseen. I just trust Tony. I'm sure it's going to be great. So I'm listening to this for the first time. This is a song called Steel Good. Drunk while he's streaming live Probably got behind the wheel To take a drive And all he ever wanted was to make a buck But he's never gonna do it Cause his content sucks It was a brand new start A new microphone stand Teaming up with Brian Johnson Was a brilliant plan But he'll screw it all up That's the Zumach way He'll never have a wedding Women think he's gay and gross <laughs> Zumok, Zumok, he's a cunt. He hits the booze and self-destructs. Has no friends to intervene. He's absolutely spiraling. He's broke his shit with crippling debt. He's terrified of credit checks. Zumok, Zumok, get a job. Comedy's not for you. Monday. No hype train. Everything he does is mundane. Liquoring up his dumb brain. His comedy is so lame. One day maybe he'll hang it up. Put the booze down and lose his gut. Stop acting like he plays in mud. And then cry victim pathetic cuss. He's a failure. Needs a tailor for his disgusting body shape. He steals and lies and hurts his eyes. His stories are dumb and fake. So don't stop comedy. It's fun to laugh at you. A liar with a drinking problem. <laughs> I want to fuck Anthony Cumbie in the air. all right very well done tony muskrat much appreciated and uh now we have to move on to another segment here because something big happened to our buddy petty puke water don't tell me if you don't like my show don't tell me if you don't like my show don't tell me. 
Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. And before we get into those clips that I have of his latest live streams, we have three more entries into the Patty C. Cups, Patty Pukewater, Patrick Michael song parody contest. Keep them coming because these are great. We're going to start off with Ian Daniel coming in with a very familiar song for all of us. simple it is yeah didn't even try to sneak in another lyric just fuck me or fight me all the way through perfect well done that's not all he did though he also sent in this song which is a creed cover for all you creed fans out there looking at you all three of us looking at you christian (laughs) (laughs) my dad living in another world he's podcasting Again. Oh, I should mention. <laughs> Sorry, I should mention this from the perspective of his kids. Yeah. My dad living in another world. He's podcasting again. At sunrise, I look for stuff to eat. Cause I'm really hungry and he just went to sleep. <laughs> Cause he's a deadbeat living in a trailer. Can remember the last time that I ate. And prisoners are fed better than this. Fuck Patty. Please take. <laughs> it's been three days and I'm hungry. Can you make me dinner? Won't someone please adopt me? <laughs> well done, yeah. Ian Daniel. Both uh, great submissions. I have one more. Again, Tony Muskrat. And again, this is one that I uh, did not listen to ahead of time. So let's check it out together. Oh, I already like this. Raising kids in a trailer and his podcast is a failure. Couldn't handle working Arby's. <laughs> Let me ask you, do you party? Headphones are his best friends. He's on anchor.fm. His chat video successful, but the comments are stressful. <laughs> Patty, are you okay? You okay? Are you okay, Patty? Doing shitty karaoke. You like Opie? Set foot in Gary. He's never been there. It's too scary. She 
Seamus, are you okay? You okay? You okay, Seamus? Middle age playing Fortnite. He's not alright. Get better, Patty. Glitch Fredberg, are you okay? You okay? You okay, Fredberg? You've been hit by. You've been struck by a true imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I, I miss Tony Muskrat. His style is unique. I like that it doesn't line up on the uh, the rhythm at all. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Something about that. I mean, all you got to do is end with a good joke, and it doesn't matter what came it's before. True. It. Yeah. It's true. Just true, but there was a lot of good things in there. So I've said that when you submit a song, you can also submit some suggestions for our new AI review girl, what her name should be. So Joe Sacco wrote in and said uh, it could be Hot Kaka Carla. <laughs> okay, not bad. Uh, good Vic or just GV. Good Vic. Hmm. And then... Uh, K-A-I-C, or KC2. I get it. And the last one, imitation boobs. <laughs> so those are our choices for that. The All search right. continues. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep, <laughs> keep the submissions coming in, everybody. So this is what I want to talk to you guys about with uh, Patrick Michael and the live streams he did this week because he saw this Photoshop. Now, this was done by at Dabbling John, Dabblers Anonymous, and they've been adding to this over the years. This is the Legion of Dabblers, and it starts with uh, Stuttering John. He's in his uh, Super Dabbler costume, and then next to him is the Z-Man, who's like Zorro, but uh, you can see the black guy. Pit stains, yep. yep. Credit cards. He's got credit cards in his hand. He has guts hanging out. On the other side of Stuttering John is the dues payer, Shuli, dressed up as Batman. Above him is Tony Michaels in his K2 outfit. <laughs> next to uh, Robin, who's producer Joe from the Shuli Network. And then next to him is Ray DeVito. Who's With his... Not even a superhero. He's just got his pink blanket over him. That's his cape. Like, I love that's it. his cape, <laughs> which is great. And then the person that a lot of people don't know, up in the upper right, I believe, is Kevin Dumbfuck. Kevin from Why Do I Podcast. And he's the guy that uh, shared a room with Obnoxious John when they came to DabbleCon and he peed oh, all over his clothes. Uh, so that's why he's P-Man. <laughs> dressed entirely in yellow. Yes, dressed in yellow. And then right over there on the far right, the most recent addition is Patty. Patty's wearing his H2O t-shirt. He's got his uh, swim goggles on. So, you know, it's free water, I guess is the joke there. I'm just impressed. He's so much more handsome than I ever imagined him to be. So. Well, he's impressed that by that, too. Okay. He's going to talk about how he's the best-looking guy in the group. Yeah, which is not <laughs> much of a flex when you look at the group. But. So, yeah, so he's all excited to talk about this. He's he's very excited that he's a part of this crew. And you never know how Patty's going to respond to things. He's almost like Patrice O'Neill in that way, where people are like, oh, Patrice would have said this. You don't know. No. He always zigged when he thought he was going to zag. And the same thing with Patty. People are getting concerned that Patty's getting his feelings hurt and he's going to like start pushing away again. Oh, no. He is so thrilled to be considered part of the Legion of Dabblers. This is a big deal for him. And he's not even sure if he wants to start talking about it because there's not enough people watching him on the live stream when he first starts off. I'm not sure when I'm going to start the show, the legitimacy of the show, the stuff that I actually want to talk about because, you know, waiting for the right amount of numbers for it to make sense. Because I'm not going to repeat this shit a thousand times, all right? I'm not going to go over that cool-ass picture that was made of the the Legion of Dabblers, or whatever it's called. I don't know. But we do have to go over that at some point. Yeah. We will. <laughs> Good. Why do it at the start? Why do it at the start? There's fucking seven people here. 
and four of you don't have any idea what I'll be talking about. You just One of you might have made the picture. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all seven of them know yeah. what this is. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's the weird thing when you live stream, and sometimes there's 14 people in your live stream. When you have seven, you're like, ah, oh, is this enough? Should we get to 10 first? Yeah. You know, it's one of those things you have to deal with as a live streamer, I guess. Figure navigating that. It's tough. Christian, it just looks like you're feeling bad for him right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just thinking, like, what number does Cardiff wait for before he starts talking? Because he has that long video. Oh, he so, does the shout out thing, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And then he's roll like, call. Right, it's time for the roll call. Because I, I feel like Cardiff waits for at least a few hundred. You know, he's he, 14, he would just shut it off. He's like, You're like the biggest Cardiff fan in the world. You won't shut up about Cardiff. <laughs> Every other fucking thing out of you. It's like, what's Cardiff doing right now? Is he thinking of me? I can't believe he's not going to be here. <laughs> I know. Cardiff can't make it today. Eh, whatever. Mm. Whatever. Hopefully he's putting out some fucking wildfires. <laughs> Do something useful while you're you up know, there. You know, I did think of Car- Cardiff earlier today. I went to that well-known uh, Minnesota donut shop, Tim Hortons. Yeah. You know, where they have the Minnesota flag on yep. everything. Yep. I was like, oh, Cardiff probably loves this place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he probably does. <laughs> probably real familiar with it. All right. So this is why he's very excited to be part of the Legion of Dabblers. Legion of Dabblers, ha, huh? that will end up on Reddit, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure it's already there. If it's not already there, they're out of their minds. Get it over there, dude. I'm standing side by side with Stuttering John. Let's go, dude. Fucking legend. Fucking legend, right? Like, that's one of the few guys that you can bring up to your parents. And they've heard of him. Hey, you know Stuttering John? Have you heard of that guy? Oh, yeah, Howard Stern. Like some Jay Leno stuff, I think. I don't know. I was more of a David Letterman fan myself. Music's too loud. It's fucking bugging me. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, we got something in common, Patty. I love that Patrick Michael's all excited about the celebrity of Stuttering John. Meanwhile, this is a fucking guy we have a deal with, and then he backs out of the fucking deal last minute. He's being a little bitch. We would have paid you your money, John. You got to do the work first. That's how this works. Do you get prepaid to star in a movie? Uh, well, all the movies, I, I don't know, that's Dick, whatever that movie that was that he was in. Yeah, but right. uh, all the movies I've been in, I got paid after. After? Yeah, yeah. yeah. After yeah. I did the work. Right. Yeah. They want you to do the work first. Yes. I mean, that's how Arby's works. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> There's no upfront payment for Arby's. Well, we expect you to show up for all your shifts yeah. this week. Here, here's yeah. the money. You're, you're good for it. You're Come good. on back We trust tomorrow. you. Yeah. Why would anyone trust John to give him a bunch of fucking money? A bunch of thousands of dollars. I, I'm What I'm looking for is because... Look, this show's not going to happen either. Kevin's stream after John fucks him over and takes all of his money. That's going to be worthwhile. That might even be better than watching. You should have me and Chuli on that. Yeah, we can all bitch about him. Right, <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> now, what I'm excited about, because he is trying to kill some time before he gets into his excitement over being part of the Legion of Dabblers, we get a peek into his home life. And I always love learning about his personal life. It's my favorite content that he does. When he tells you about like getting an argument at somebody with somebody at the uh, Dollar General, or when he fights someone at the Dollar Tree, or when he gets an argument at the two the cent. Family Dollar, yeah, the family Dollar, <laughs> five below, and the person's giving him the hairy eyeball. But this is interesting right here. Uh, guys, I did mushrooms over the weekend. What a blast that was! Played some Fortnite. Actually, scratch that. Kicked some ass in Fortnite while I was on shrooms. (laughs) So his weekends is eating mushrooms and then playing video games online and dominating Fortnite. 
pretty impressive stuff there. I, that's exciting. That sounds better than my last weekend. So, you know what? Good for him. But now we're here together. <laughs> yeah. See, this is going to be way better than that. Isotopes tonight. But there'll also be mushrooms. Radio so Social. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. So, Patty's a little upset that there's all these people watching him. There were seven last count I saw. And they're not donating. Oh. He's not getting the donations anymore. Well, he's giving them so many reasons to donate. Yeah, what a week. You would think so, yeah. I know, with all this great content he's putting out. I want to give him money, and it's already Yeah, what recorded. a weekend. Happy Father's Day. Thanks to all the fucking donations, you sons of bitches. <laughs> but Ed Rooney was the only guy that fucking gave me $5. You guys are just watchers, bro. You don't, you don't want me to bring out the fucking flamethrower. You don't want me to review an entire episode. You don't want me to review it that bad. You don't want me to pop on a fucking who are these podcasts over here and talk about it. You guys just don't want it that much. Even if it was on Patreon, you don't want it that much. Because if you did, I wouldn't have to pay, play Pink Panther music in the background. I'm not sure what one thing has to do with the other. Yeah. I hope it's generic. By the way, as someone who's in this segment, I would love if he – I would actually go into a live stream and I would donate money if it meant that he would comment on what I'm saying right now in this moment. It would be very meta. That would be cool. It would be worth it. I'd give him at least $6. Fuck you, Ed Rooney. Well, I'll tell you this. He's got this buy me a coffee link that he puts up because he can't do super chats. He doesn't have enough people on this oh, YouTube for that. It's a surprise. I gave him five bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't last week. It was a week before. But yeah. I gave him five bucks and buy me a coffee. I'll donate. Yeah. Buddy, if you're going to be live streaming, I'm here to support the cause. So then somebody says, how much to go on WATP? How much would, would you need? And I'm not offering. Yeah. I'm trying but, to get something John. But it's a good question for them to ask because they want to know. Maybe. Maybe. So it's apparently, Patty's paying very close attention now to what we're doing on WTP, which is weird because for years, he didn't give a fuck. He doesn't yeah. know who we are. He's never heard my voice. All this stuff. And now listen to how deep he's going. And, and with this current guest, it's almost impossible for me to want to lump myself into that little group. Alex Stein and Gino Bisconti. I'm good, dude. What the fuck? You might as well have Shuli back on, dude. Well, I will say Alex Stein is worse, but... It's just degenerates, man. <laughs> Looking at other degenerates. It's a circus. That's what I realized Kill Tony is, too. It's a fucking circus, man. Now, first off, I love that he's saying Alex Stein is a degenerate. Yeah. You might not agree with his politics, but he's the opposite of a degenerate. He he's doesn't... also the most successful of the three people you listen yeah, to. Yeah, right. Like, far and away. By like, far and away, yeah. He was yeah, hired yeah. by Glenn Beck to yeah. do a, a show on his network. He doesn't drink. He's not. He's not a degenerate. Then he's like, away. Oh, I hung out with the guy. He's, he he's descri- He describes porn as Playboy. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's the opposite yeah, of a yeah. degenerate. But I thought that was insane. The fact that Patty knew that we had Gino Bisconti and Alex Stein on. I've never even put any of that stuff on YouTube. You'd only get that from our podcast feed, which he's never admitted to looking at or hearing or anything like that. So that's pretty crazy. He's really into it now. Maybe he'll, he'll leave, maybe he'll leave a voicemail, or maybe he'll even oh, do a parody song for you. That would be fucking impressive, wouldn't oh, yeah. it? If he <laughs> did his own parody, parody song, about song. Himself. That would be amazing. So after this, he talks about Red Bar and how Mike David, the host of Red Bar, is just catching up on stuff that he's been talking about for a while. As if, like, Patty's the yeah. one setting the tone for this whole thing. Like, oh, he's finally figuring this out, this stuff that I've been doing all along, which I thought was interesting. So Patty's a big fan of uh, of Red Bar. He's not in the Scars Club. He can't afford that. No. But he is a big fan of Red Bar and watches that stuff. So Patty put up a video, as we've talked about on here, making fun of Tim Dillon. And what's going to happen now 
because he's going to respond to one of the comments <laughs> that was underneath that video. One of my favorite things that he does. I'm just going to guess maybe the only comment on that video. <laughs> Possibly. Just a hunch. It's just a hunch. <laughs> you know, somebody talks shit in the comments about my Tim Dildo joke. <laughs> like, oh, you're not funny because you called him Tim Dildo. I'm like, did you listen to the other six minutes <laughs> where, I, where I thrash him? I liked the nickname thing. That was a whole shtick for the videos. Like, hey, I'm just going to keep trying to change his name as best I can. Do the easy, easy roast joke. Because it's funny to be like, Tim Dildo, and then you continue the joke, right? Doesn't matter. Why am I telling you guys? I mean, if you just explain it, then yeah, yeah. of course, it's way funnier now. It always makes it funnier. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you can explain it twice. That's correct. the best part. Yeah. Whoever wrote that comment's going, oh, geez, he got me. <laughs> Don't I look foolish? I'm going to go out there and delete that. I want anyone to know. All right, so now he's going to talk more about Red Bar and uh, what Red Bar is doing with the, the Chad Zumach stuff that's been going on. Because Red Bar happened and brought up a lot of the things that I, I have. But here's the, here's, the, here's the real rub. He refuses to cover Chad Zumach. Refuses. Because that's too low. For even him. And I get it. I get it. He's not interesting enough, man. I said that out the get. So many people just covering this fool's content and shit. And I'm like, there's nothing. Even when, dude, he uh, he's useless. I love how Patty's not taking credit for this. But Red Bar might have a point there. He might be onto something. That Chad's not worth talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit beneath all of us at this point. Where Chad just lies about everything all the time. And then they're like, so Chad, you said you bought a gun. He's like, no, I'm, I was lying. Yeah. Then what are we even, what's the point of any of this? If you're just fucking blatantly lying all the time, then who cares? Although, let's be honest, the hype train's pretty cool. I'm over the hype train. What? I'm over the hype <laughs> train. I know. Hype train? I'm over. The, I know he's embarrassing himself yeah. and right. making a fool of Carl, himself. Come on, man. I, I know you're mad about John, but the hype train. I'm mad about John. This fucking guy. He's the. I can't do business with this guy. I can't go into business with Suttering John. I should have known all along this would not have worked out. You piece of shit. <laughs> all right, let's get into this. Patty being honored to be a part of the Legion of Dabblers. Now impressive that is. When it comes to that fucking picture that I'll show you guys shortly if you haven't already seen it. When it comes to that picture, there is nothing more of an honor to me than being who I am, which is essentially just a guy. I didn't used to work for Howard Stern. I didn't ever do anything for Opie and Anthony, right? I'm 34, and I'm standing there next to Stuttering John. Chad Zumach, Shuli Agar. I mean, the list goes on. The K2 guy that was transporting drugs. I don't even know his name, but we could look into that. There's a lot of fucking weirdos on there, dude. And I'm the only one who looks like he's dressed for athletics. You know what I mean? <laughs> I look like I'm ready to ball. And we already know. We already know, though. See me on the court then. You know? We already know, though. See me on the court then. T-shirt. Annie, write it down. Yeah, Tony Michaels, that fucking guy. There's another guy on there, too. Uh, well, Ray DeVito's on there with his pink cape. He's into all the lore. He is. He's, he's all in on this now, which is hilarious. And, yeah, someone asked in the chat if Annie is still modding for him. Yes, she is. She's all over this, and they're buddies now, which is hilarious. 
I mean, which is great. She's the one who was on your last. She was our review girl. I knew his review girl. Yeah. And yet he's still okay with it. All right. Let's well, he on. might not know. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Let's let's hope everybody keeps. Let's hope all fourteen yeah. people in the chat are quiet. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Let's <laughs> let's keep this down. How funny is that? That Patty's going. Isn't this amazing? I'm next to Stuttering John and, and Chad Zumak. And a second ago, he was saying like Chad Zumak is so low. He's saying we're talking about, right. and I was like, but I'm being photoshopped next to him. And also, he's bragging about his outfits. Yeah, <laughs> it's because think, he's a baller. Because he's a I baller. Mean, yeah, for athletics, he's a hooper. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, I, I don't know anybody's parents who know who Stuttering John is. By the way, uh, yeah, at least not in, not in my, my age. parents do. Well, you're, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> only because they've come to some live shows. Yeah. <laughs> but in general. I think most people, you know, they're they're gonna know who Howard Stern is, but they're not gonna know who who's stuttering John is. There, I don't think that people's parents. Did you hear that, John? Do you hear what Christian Blatt just said? Come at us yeah. Monday at eight. <laughs> Jesus, I the bet, offer's still on the table. I, I, bet, I bet you could get Jay Leno to come on and talk about John for no money. You know, you don't have to pay him. You could probably do that instead. Let's let's do that. <laughs> let's definitely do that. Yeah, I, I agreed to come on, but you can't look at me, okay? I'm I'm not gonna come on camera. That's okay, Jay. That's yeah, fine. No problem. Yeah. So what was your experience with John? Oh, that fucking retard, that fucking <laughs> piece of shit. Jesus, Carl, I gotta tell you, this guy's the worst fucking guy. I just wanted to piss off Howard, and it worked. Yeah, it was a revenge fuck, <laughs> but he it was it actually worked against me. He's so bad. <laughs> Not a funny fucking bone in his body. Not even his funny bone. All right, Jay. I mean, you're just going better than I thought it would, but. And that's a bit. I can listen to it for an hour, by the way. All right. So now Patty finally pulls up the uh, Photoshop that he's talking about. He can't wait to show it off to his viewers. We're going to go right, go to it right now. We got to check this fucking thing out. Yeah. I mean, and Annie said it right when I had told her about it. I was like. This is an odd situation. Go figure he's having trouble showing it. <laughs> somebody had to think about me Ooh. for that long. Yeah. Good point. You know what I mean? They had to crop my ear gauges to fit in, you know what I mean? To fit my head on this guy's body. And what a body he's got, too. Straight up Squidward body. You know what I mean? Why do I have a Squidward body? I'll never understand. Oh, he's been staring at this. Here we are, folks. Legion of the Dabble. DabbleContron. What is it? <laughs> um, so here it is. What do we say about this? Where do we go from here? It only gets better. But I mean, legends. Legends, dude. I'm right by Chad Zumach. We might as well have our arms around each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? And... Only one confident enough to wear shorts, dude. <laughs> I gotta admit, he's handling this a lot better than I thought he was going to. He's really leaning into it and enjoying it, which is great. But he wasn't impressed when I made a thumb, a thumbnail for YouTube with his photo on it. He didn't, he wasn't impressed by that, but now he's impressed by this. What do I have to do? He's fickle. He really is. I like that he says. Someone had to think about me for that long. Yeah. <laughs> That's never happened at yes. any point, including anyone who lives in his uh, his household. So, Christian, you pointed out it's a good photo. Yeah. It's photogenic in this one. And he agrees with you. And also, check this out. Look at the teeth on that boy. You know what I mean? Look at the teeth on that boy. The smile. Genuine happiness. Where's the happiness in all these other fools? This guy, clearly playing it off. This guy, drunk or high as fuck. You know what I mean? Clearly something's up here. Or he just sat down on something phallic. Stuttering John looks like he just snorted a bunch of, you know, coal. 
right? It's all I can afford. <laughs> Thanks, Santa. <laughs> I'll be getting high tonight. Sort of punch of coal. <laughs> Kingsfoot's the best. <laughs> I'll be shooting diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> My hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> Will you marry me? Spends <laughs> over because the diamond was in his asshole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, <laughs> wait, follow me here, guys. Stick with me here. Um, so he's very excited with himself. He's admiring himself. He doesn't know who Kevin Dumbfuck is. He's not the only one who doesn't know that. But uh, he wants to analyze a little bit. And also, who are you? How'd you get here, dude? I know why I'm here. How the fuck did you get here? No, I don't know who that guy is. He's probably way cooler than me. But I did notice the K2 thing on this guy. So when it was mentioned about the drug stuff, yep. I was like, oh, cool. Even like the worst shit, too. I love that he knows who Tony Michaels is and the yeah. backstory there. And and I love that he goes, I don't know who this guy is. He's probably cooler than me. No, actually, <laughs> actually, Patrick, you'd be wrong about that. It's a fact one check. One guy on earth. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Trust me, he would switch roles with you at any point here. Is there someone talking about him? So now, so then Patty says he's clearly Aquaman, which is I thought was a good joke. Because he's got the H2O on his shirt. <laughs> so now he starts fantasizing about being the leader of this group. The leader of the Dabblers or the, the Legion of Dabblers. But the look at the Zumok detail. Got the mask with the black on the outside, like the oil on the outside. It's beautiful. Terrible cape. My cape's even on right, dude. My cape is on correctly. You know what I mean? How many of these guys am I keeping together? <laughs> I'm gonna need these guys am I in charge of here. Put your goddamn cape on the right way. You look like jackasses. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> He's having so much fun with that that I was having fun with that. Uh he loves superheroes. Yeah, he really does. And he's all of a sudden made himself the leader and tell these guys yeah. how to dress. Now let's go solve crimes. He focuses in on like Shuli's body a lot. And yeah. stuff. I'm like, dude, it's not really Shuli. Yeah, you know that, right? That's not really you. That's not really Julie. So proud of himself. I look the best. But I had the shorts on, you know. Okay. But Patty wants to remind us, even though he is in the Legion of Dabblers, he is not himself a dabbler. Oh. Or is he? <laughs> Patty's no dabbler. See, that's what I'm trying to say. I fucking don't dabble. I, if I'm a dabbler, I dabble for real. Like, I do video editing and music and fucking drawings and uh i do it all while i'm stoned so i'm pretty good at Fortnite, dude i got some hobbies and shit dude i just fucking i'm trying to fill up the yeah i dabble in internet bro i dabble in some youtube as well i've dabbled all over the place all right so what happens here is that he's going off on that thing and he's riffing and he's loving what he's doing and then he looks over and his chat's gone he didn't realize that his internet went out. So his stream ends. He has to restart another stream and he lost all of his momentum. He's all kind of bummed out about it. He's mad. He's mad at his internet. I'm just disappointed right now that we went through all of that to lose the chat, to come here. And now I feel like a fucking asshole, dude. Oh, like a fucking idiot. Fucking stupid bullshit, dude. My internet sucks, dude. I'm poor. What do you want from me? Oh. I have nine screens on and a phone. Everything's using Wi-Fi, dude. It sucks up the juice, all right? Unlimited. My ass. That's not what unlimited means. 
So he knows what the problem is. Yeah. It's like every device is connected to the Wi-Fi right now. So yeah, of course it's going to be shitty. Turn off those devices. Yeah, yeah. we're looking at what? one screen. Right. Yeah. Why is his phone on? Yeah. Right. Stop streaming. Stop. If you're streaming, turn off all the other devices. Uh, just to be safe, turn off the cactus. <laughs> <laughs> just to be safe. Well, I, I would enjoy this video a lot less if he turned off the cactus. Sure, I, I would watch it. We love the cactus. But I think that's really odd that he thinks that's what unlimited means. <laughs> Unlimited doesn't mean like unlimited devices connected at the same time and perfect streaming. (laughs) But what do I know? I don't work for the cable company. So apparently he claims that there were 68 people watching his show when it died. So that's kind of a bummer. But he gets back into it. He's going to end with a great joke. I always like his. He's talking about how he has a fear of traveling. So he's not going to do stand up anymore, but he still writes jokes. And he's going to tell us one of his favorites. I think you guys are going to like this. Uh, man, Jeremy, if you haven't been here for this joke, it's my, it's always the one that I go to. But I said, uh, if molestation, you know, being molested has to be terrible, but it's got to be that much worse if you have a photographic memory. Just remember every detail. <laughs> it's Uncle Steve. In the closet. On fucking Easter. <laughs> I didn't think the initial joke was good with the tags. <laughs> the yeah. riff was pretty good. Especially, especially <laughs> Easter. Yeah, in yeah. the closet. He didn't have me until he got to Easter. And then I'm like, you know what? You won me over, Patty. He's podcasting from a closet. Wait a minute. Easter, uncle. <laughs> Patty, do you want to tell us something? Is there more to this joke than just the hot? Patty, do you want to call Sarah Silverman's podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She can help. She can't help. She, can't. she won't help. <laughs> She's not helpful. Uh, you know who is helpful, though, is one of our favorite review girls, Mary Beth. Hey. I was setting you up to, like, stop looking at your phone. I was like, hey, <laughs> you know what I'm going to do now? Review girl. Hey. What's, All right. What's happening, Mary Beth? I'm fixing myself. Yeah, let me get this. Let me get that <laughs> off the screen. Wow. Go America. I'm Team America today. There we go. America, fuck yeah. Okay. I do have <laughs> hold on, something hold on. to say. Oh, are you doing reviews? Because we got to gotta catch an alien first. I got something to say. Oh, please. <laughs> if you're wondering why I'm in a bikini top, I it's wasn't. because I'm upping my game. I don't like these other review girls, AI <laughs> or real, sniffing around for my position. I am the only review girl. I am Mary Beth Johnson, and these are my own words. <laughs> well, you delivered it like you did write that, so I believe it. <laughs> and I appreciate you upping your game. And frankly, I don't know anyone who doesn't appreciate it. Let's let's just do this layout for the rest of the uh, the rest of the show, and I'll just uh, I'll give you one of these. Congrats. <laughs> we went six years without a boner sound effect on this show and now that is no more all right are you ready to catch an alien with us mary beth you look fucking ready yes absolutely i gotta say she's not fucking around producer chris unlike, uh. unlike some people <laughs> i'm looking at you <laughs> in case you were wondering all right let's bring uh this back up because curtive has won two in a row and if he wins three in a row we have to kill him and eat him <laughs> so, one of those will be fun yes <laughs> poutine anyone see because that's how they eat potatoes in canada is the... you mean minnesota minnesota yeah, yeah. that the other it's canada. time for everyone's favorite game show to catch an alien 
Are you ready to play? To catch an alien. Brandon Tatum, man. Officer Tatum. You know, African American. Cool dude. Potato man. Cool dude. (laughs) And he's like, I can think of, now this is an NFL player that then went to a cop and he came from the hood. So being a cop after you're in the hood is not really like a cool thing for him. And he's like, I can, he's like, maybe once or twice, I would say somebody did something to me racist. Once or twice, he's saying. And and this is a guy who's saying, he's African-American. He's saying like this BGMBLQ shit. He's saying, look, it's bullshit. <laughs> and if you don't, if we don't wake up, we're done for. And, you know, I love to be optimistic, but it doesn't, to me, you know, it doesn't matter if guys like Joe Van Pulitzer, who's, you know, he could tell you more information than anybody on the planet. All of them. I think like a catastrophe has to happen for anything to change because you could speak out. I could speak out. Everybody, they're too big and too powerful, you know, and they have their agenda and they start with the division with the racist stuff that really isn't happening. Oh, that's not enough. Then they go to, you know, the trans thing. Oh, that's not enough. Okay. Let's do trans things to kids. Okay. Now the gay people worked forever just to be able to say they're gay and married. And now, now you're on the trans thing. You know, that's like a shot in the face to them. It just never ends with you, with, with this whole thing. And I, I just don't see how it fixed. And then to go back to kind of like the the space thing, when I had Stephen Greer in, everything, and it wasn't just about, you know, is a UFO real? Are they real? Is there aliens? He had everything. And if that man's lying and he can make that good of paperwork, uh, you know, he should be on planet Mars or, or somewhere else. And everything he said... I mean, I, I would, some of the stuff he had said, I had sent to heads of the CIA one time and they're like, yep, that's true. What? And what, you know, he had said that, <laughs> yep, the end that's of, you true. Know, like, like they're saying they saw the tic-tac-toe and this and that by a fighter jet. <laughs> do you really think, and, and he, he makes a good point and I, I want to know your point. Uh-huh. Do you really think that a craft from another planet, if it can get here, is going to go? What did Tommy say next? Here are your choices. Number one, shove things up asses. <laughs> B, mess with some rednecks. Next, fuck with a 757. Four, start a podcast. <laughs> Lastly, let us see them hmm. to catch. An alien. All right. I think there's two distinct possibilities. Start a podcast is probably a throwaway. I'm going to go ahead and say. I think that's a safe bet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's a joke on how Tommy is a space alien. So I think it's going to be next fuck with a 757. But I could see another one being a two. Um, Christian, you're our guest today. What do you think? Yeah, I'm feeling lastly. Let us see them. That's the other one. That's the other one that makes a lot of sense to me. Mary Beth. Ooh, that I'm going to go with. Well, first of all, I literally have no idea what he's talking about, but I know Nobody that's the does. point of the game. <laughs> <laughs> also, his headphones like come out so far. Yeah. It's like I've never seen headphones come out like that. Anyway. Well, you can't I'll afford the with... types of headphones that MSCS Tommy can afford. <laughs> that's why. No, obviously. <laughs> I would say B, mess with rednecks. Okay. That's what I got. That's what you got too? Yep. Oddly enough, none of us chose anal pro. No I anal pro. Cardiff counted on that. Or start a podcast. All right. Yeah. I mean, he did say fuck us in the ass or something like that. Yeah, that's true. 
So, all right, let's see. I would some of the stuff he had said. I had sent to heads of the CIA one time, and they were like, "Yep, that's true." And you know, he had said that the end of you know, like like they're saying they saw the tic tac toe and this and that by a fighter jet. Do you really think? And and he he makes a good point, and I, I want to know your point. Do you really think that a craft from another planet, if it can get here, is going to go fuck with a fi- uh, 757 or or a fighter? Like, do you really think it's going to get in the way? Hell yeah, baby! <laughs> I'm back on the winning side of things. And Cardiff gets to live. Yes, a W for me and <laughs> At least Cardiff. for another few weeks. That's yeah. correct. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Maybe I'm an idiot. But I think they were saying that they saw a craft that looks like a Tic Tac. And he called it Tic Tac Toe. Yeah. Is that what just happened right well, there? Well, on his planet, that's what they call it. Is that what they call it? Tic Tac Toe? It's the space grocery store. You say, hey, can I get a box of Tic Tac Toe? <laughs> okay. Yeah. At the space grocery store. Yeah, well, that's obviously it's right. the only place he, start, he shops. Yeah, Good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. The way that, you know what I mean? And what he was saying, and he's having a big uh, uh, disclosure 2.0 in Washington, D.C., where he's unleashing everything that he knows because it's so bad that we mocked him. You know, we mocked the crafts that we have. We were able to mock them. It's been going on yeah. since the 40s. And the ones that were going up near the planes and the guys that go on a podcast and say, yeah, it was a UFO or, yeah, this guy, top-notch doctors, this guy says, oh, uh, you know, these people went near this thing and got white matter. Well, there's something here that says you got paid $10 million to say that. You can't say white matter. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. <laughs> you know, like just crazy shit. You're going to get us all in trouble. <laughs> and his thing was is that, you know, they put fear, and then one day, oh, the aliens are invading. And what do you do? What do you do, Perry? You run to the government. Help, help, help. Supposedly, right? <laughs> so, but, I mean, do you think, if they're real, do, do you really think that they would go by a 757, a fighter jet? Yeah. Like, what would be the point? <laughs> and he was like, hell no. They, they're going over the nuke sites because it's affecting the way they bend time. Obviously. That's all for this time. Come back next time to find out if you can bend time enough to catch an alien. Use that one already. Brought to you by Subreddit Surfing. Subscribe today. Also, you'll remember the 90s. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, y'all, boot? <laughs> Don't cut me a rat, buddy. I'm not your buddy, friend. He's not your friend, guy. Tommy, I want to help you hide in plain sight. So mo- most of us Earthlings just say Mars, not planet Mars. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, good point. We know you're not talking about candy. <laughs> it's fine. It's all good. Um, just a quick note to Cardiff, if you're watching back or listening back, you got to bring the audio levels up on uh, MSCS when you make these. But my note is anybody who says the clips are too long is wrong. I could have watched another five minutes of Tommy. Dude, honestly, when the problem with Tommy's show is that a lot of times he's doing very little talking, and yeah. the guest is doing all the talking, and that's what I'm like, okay, whatever. When he talks for that long, <laughs> I'm listening to every word he yeah. has to say, because there's so much wrong, we're just scratching the surface. <laughs> we need to transcribe this and have yeah. other people read it out loud. Every now and then he out. says something correct, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, Squirrel Watcher, we got it, buddy. High five. And am I canceled? I guess Cardiff is getting lazy. Yeah, but you'll fix that in post, buddy. So it's all good. More work for you. I'm sure you, I'm sure you don't mind. Guys, what have we done today? We've done it all. 
and I have to go, so I'm not even going to explain what we've done. But that means it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. Next week's teaser. The teaser. The teaser. This is the part of the show that we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Heart of These Podcasts to get everyone excited about that. And I have to say, this is a show that we have done before, but it has been years and a lot has changed. So I feel it's time for a revisit. I just like the word ripple. You know what that is? That's. I mean, I do, just... do we, do we, do we save it. Save yeah, it. I know what ripple save, means. I, I, I have I have a thousand dollars that says Bobby couldn't figure this out with twenty guesses. I know. Oh yeah, I can. What? Ripple? Yeah. In the ocean, they have a ripple of water. That is also correct. That's, that is no, it is thousand dollars. <laughs> so well, how much do I get there? Are we rolling? Yeah. Whatever, dude. How no, much do no, I get? Ripple's a, a song. Oh, from the Grateful Dead. God Ooh. damn it. Are you kidding me? He would know that. How would you know that? Are you like the dead? I just saw the documentary. Really? I burned through it last weekend. Uh, uh, with the one, uh, Along Strange Trip Trips. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> All right. So, Tiger Belly with uh, Kalila and Bobby Lee. And it just so happens that the latest episode has Bert Kreischer on it. Jesus. Go figure. Go figure. That guy's not normally on podcast, <laughs> but there he is. Hanging out with everyone. I'm sure he leaves that sweatshirt on the whole show. You think he might take it off? Is that what you're saying? I've, you know, uh, I've got Bert's $1,000 that at some point he <laughs> yeah. takes it off. I don't think he'll take you up on that. I'm just tuning in to watch him pick his feet. <laughs> <laughs> he really has to treat that one. Yeah. So please uh, join us for that one. Mary Beth, you're going to read reviews in a minute, but is there anything that you want to uh, plug or promote before we move on? Mm, no, no. I still got to watch you talk to the Little House on the Prairie and fangirl out. I haven't watched that oh. yet. Embarrassing. <laughs> oh, good. That's what I was hoping. Yeah, yeah. that's really, really well received by the Tell Them Steve Dave audience. I think oh, that they yeah, love they the love it. Everyone. Yeah. Every single listener loves it. <laughs> and uh, Christian Blatt. <laughs> hey, you're on the Blattcast. Yeah, you know, I, I drop names on the Blattcast all the time, and then this is going to be a not surprising one. Nobody cares that I have an episode from a few months ago with John Lovitz, another one with Dana Carvey. But just a few weeks ago, I had the one and only Cardiff Electric Whoa. talking about Burt Kreischer. I went and saw the machine. He didn't. We talked about it. That's Blackcast episode 545. Now keep doing your plug. I'm sorry. No, I know you got to go. So I wanted to interject that real quick. So the Blackcast, and then you and I are talking about starting up another show. Called uh, Who Are These Broadcasters? Yeah. Do you want to uh, tease that a little bit? Uh, as soon as we figure it out, we'll tease it. Perfect. No, I think, uh, you know, there might be some funny things said within the media that might be worth in much in the similar fashion as this show or who are these socials, but nothing like the creep off, Vinny. You're not getting a cut of this. But uh, I think we would just. Suck. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> okay. I think uh, O'Reilly probably still gets pretty frustrated, especially the fact that he's on News Nation. And he he's, on, he's on what now? Uh, he's on a platform called News Nation. B- Bill O'Reilly? Yes. Uh, number one guy in uh, cable nighttime news? Uh, not so much anymore. No, not so no, much, no, I guess. No, no, no. That's he too thinks, bad. He thinks a falafel is a loofah. You know, there's a lot yeah, of things we learned about him. That is true. So, yeah, so guys like him, they're still out there. We can still find them, and we can still laugh and uh, – you know, every once in a while, sportscasters, they also say something that 
you might be able to isolate and laugh at. Everything. Yeah, you know, you want to know what the Epsler capital of the world is or something yeah, like that. Or, or, you know, where they go when they're in Kansas City. <laughs> you know, the barbecue joint, and there's yeah. also a, a museum. A, there's a museum that's yeah. worth attending. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So basically, uh, just it's more opportunities for Carl to make fun of people, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to help. All right. So thank you, Christian, for coming over. I really appreciate it. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out what's for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. Mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Internet news with Lucy Tightbox. From Patreon, Dave Swigart starts us off with some poignant sarcasm. Carl, you need to do the exact same thing every week. Never deviate or try anything new or take chances. Or I'm going to take my fucking five bucks and leave. CJ Roth, after all these years, I finally signed up to Patreon and the podcast has never been more of a mess. Hamburger. Clean crevice gripes. I don't even know what to say. The guests getting caught up with the details about a show I'm currently watching is terrible. Yeah, but Chad is like good because he's bad. Hot take, Alex. Talking shit and airing irrelevant grievances isn't the format, Gino. I wish you could talk over yourself. From Facebook, Evan Wagner posts a recent pic of Substitute Stut Joe and writes, Best shape of his life? What did he look like in the worst shape of his life? Brian DeWald, Blob is not a shape. Brett Williams, he's looking more and more like an 80s televangelist. From YouTube, Fancy Mortimer notes, The fact that Roots worked with Jaguar Wright for more than a day shows great patience. Matt Boyle, ah yes, the classic, this dead guy was my best friend gag. Serrated grin opines, this level of delusion and entitlement for a backup singer is pathetic. It kind of reminds me of someone else. He thinks and refers to himself as world famous. I'm a Richard with props. Good Juneteenth episode, boys. Mr. Rivich, John's kids are grifters and professional victims like their old man. I'm proud of him because it shows he was in their lives to teach them that skill. Lots of kids grow up to be awful people without a dad guiding them to be one. External extrapolations. Sounds like John knows his worth and is a shrewd businessman. There's not much room for negotiation between $400 and $40,000. Michael Mitchell makes a strong point. John calling Carl gay when he knows he's straight means that he's using it as an insult, like it's bad to be gay. I thought John was all for the gay and trans community. QZ Entertainment. Suttering John returns are the same as Kiss Farewell Tours. Xerxes 842. I'd like to invite John on a tour of the Titanic. From North Jersey. I believe John would spend money on cores before he would spend it on his daughter. I bet he never made a payment once. David D. Holy shit, she does look exactly like Baba Booey. And from Reddit, it's Mr. Jack Ryan posts. She sounds like an awful person who takes herself way too seriously. Reminds me of someone else. And a sociopath on Reddit plays us out with a compelling headline. Important update. A summer camp production of Winnie the Pooh at the Havre de Grace Opera House is outselling Tom Myers and Dat Fan. I will hand it over to you, Mary Beth. Do we have any new reviews that right, you want I to got hit? one review titled Legitimate Complaint. Great podcast, except when Carl brings on Kumia's lackeys who constantly interrupt the pace of the show and are almost as unfunny as the podcast they're reviewing. Stop cucking up to compound media, Carl. Uh, that sounds like a two or three star review, if I had to guess. It's a five star. Hey, it's, thank <laughs> you, sir. I will uh, accept that. As a legitimate uh, complaint, you have to remember that I was at a wedding of someone who works for Compound Media, 
and all of her coworkers were there. So just FYI. Patty didn't enjoy that episode. So no. Pa- maybe Patty, that's his comment. Patty won't even come on WATP because Alex Stein was on. Oh, no. Yeah, stuck up the joint. Jeez. Yeah, right? Jeez. <laughs> God forbid. Uh, anything else over there? No, that's all I got. All right. Thank you, Mary Beth. And uh, guys, keep giving us those reviews, those five-star reviews. It helps the algorithm. And we do very much appreciate that. All right. Let's hit some voicemails. This is Cancer Called In. God, I feel like I'm doing the fucking Sarah Silverman show. <laughs> Cancer's calling into the show now. This is not good. Hey, Carl, this is Cancer. I don't like you making fun of my cousin Scorch. He's a really... <laughs> uh, actually, this is Nate from Flint, Michigan. I can't do that character for too long, man. It's painful. Okay. Yeah, Scorch does sound like he's... I'm sure he's going to be around for a long time. <laughs> Actively suffering. He sounds very healthy. All right, Aaron Imholt, Steel Toe, calling into the show here. Carl, Aaron Imholt here, Steel Toe. How are you, pal? Just wanted to check in. I'm here with uh, with April, and we are, on today's show, we're a little bit uh, light on our 350 goals, so we're wondering if you could, uh, you and producer Chris, could kick in a couple of bucks, maybe a dollar, a couple of bucks, 20 if you're feeling crazy, maybe a hundred bucks. We want to get to that goal this morning and keep on going because we are listener-funded radio. Let's go. You can use PayPal, Venmo, BitPay, PayLink, or uh, Scooby Pay. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Aaron. We'll help you get to that goal. No problem at all. Hey, Carl. Uh, this is John from Wisconsin. I just want you to know I'm very much in favor of you doing the Stuttering John interview. And uh, if you'd like donations before that to make that happen, I'd be happy to donate before. But John wants not, before. I can, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can give a super chat of $20 during the interview if you would like. So just uh, let us know what we can do. This is probably the most important thing in my life. It's the only thing I enjoy <laughs> listening to you talk about uh, stuttering John. So let's make it happen. God bless. Bye. Let's make it happen. Yeah, let's. I agree. Let's definitely try to make that happen. That would be nice. All right, so this is, uh, we had a new review girl. Mary Beth noticed that. Oh, yeah. So did Brian, I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, somebody's calling in about that. Yo, your new uh, review girl, what, uh, Andrew? No. <laughs> Bro, uh, I, I don't want to see any uh, uh, pics on the Patreon from this person. Uh, no, thank you. Uh Nothing wrong with her. All right. But uh, that's a man. <laughs> that's most definitely not a woman. Like, to begin with. I ain't got nothing wrong with trans people. Okay. But uh, you made, you made the call. We're trying to see pity. <laughs> that is, like, the wrong way to go about it. Okay. So this person is making it clear that there's no problem with that. Yeah. Just wanted to let us know. And then he decided to call back in and <laughs> clarify. Okay. You know... Uh, I left my last call, and I realized, oh, that was probably a, a little uh, personally offensive. Maybe. Or unreasonably offensive. <laughs> I wanted to be reasonably offensive. So okay. Like, I'll come up with a better angle. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I'm sure Andy's fine with everything that you said. We'll find out, I suppose. Yeah. Is that the guy that does Tony Michaels? He sounds a little bit like Oh, him. I don't think so. The Tony Michaels guy is um, from Australia. You'd never know it. That's how good he is at Tony Michaels. <laughs> All right. Hey there, Carl. 
this is Scorch calling on the Morning X, and I got some jokes for you today. All right. Uh, first one, what would you call Vinny Paulino if he was a psychic? A fortune teller. <laughs> uh, next, I decided I wanted to burn some calories recently, so I set Vinny Paulino on fire. <laughs> uh, that's a pretty good one. Uh, last one, uh, what do bad relationships and Vinnie Paulino have in common? Neither of them work out. All right, call. Call me back. <laughs> Those are the best scorch choice I've ever heard. Yeah. Apparently, Vinnie's his muse. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Oh, the announcer for Harrison Young's baseball game called in. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this exciting? I, was, I can't the wait. Announcer. <laughs> Bottom of the fifth here. Playoff series happening in Harrison Young's basement. Harrison Young stepping to the plate here. The inaugural game of the February 29, 2005 series. Harrison Young steps to the plate. Young hits the bottle cap. It's Patrick Cat. He got it. <laughs> That's a very exciting sport, <laughs> apparently. That's it's awesome. 112th championship in the last five years. <laughs> it's unbelievable what he's up to. All right. For all you Doors fans out there, you'll understand this reference. The podcaster awoke before noon. He put his Crocs on. He took some cans from the headphone gallery and walked on down the hall. Carl, yes, Pat, I want to kill you. Carly, I want to... (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he didn't stop there. We're actually, the ISOs are performing this song tonight at Radio Social if you're in the Rochester area. Went down to Geb Hearts and got myself a beer. They're going down to Geb Hearts, gonna have a Rio. Not bad time. Okay. I liked the end better. All right. Um, let's see what else is going on. Oh, people want my soundboard on the internet. Hey, Carl Joe from Connecticut. I had a request for you. I know you used to work at Ebom's World, and you're always bragging about all your soundboard sounds. One of the best things about Ebom's World back in the day was the soundboards. Put your fucking soundboard on the internet. This was like the eighth fucking voicemail that I've left on this topic. What am I paying uh, three or five dollars a month for? Anyway, get your shit together. Fuck you, love you. Call me back. All right, the soundboard on the internet. But then everyone will start doing WATP. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's already happened. <laughs> Could you imagine Shuli's fucking tea with my soundboard? <laughs> God damn it. All right, my uh, new favorite uh, voicemailer. Carl, Tony from the Bronx. Listen, after hearing um, Harrison Young on Cringe of the Week, I came to the realization that's fucking Gino Bisconti. I mean, Gino's on pace to look like him with all the fucking drinking he does. And they both just blabber on and on and on about nothing. Like, um, like Harrison Young could have easily said, I converted my living room into a baseball diamond. I play against my cats and I win the pennant every year. That's it. End the story. Nice and simple. All right, Carl, I'm out. Don't call me back. I think Gino lacks the creativity to pull that one off, but I like the idea, sir. All right, a couple more real quick. Hey, Carl. So I'm listening to John talk to Vince, the lawyer, about uh, confronting you and Shuli, and I've noticed that when he when he talks about his kids, he mentions them by name, 
except for his trans kid, who he refers to constantly as my trans kid. I just, I just thought that was an interesting observation. Love the show. Don't call me back. I mean, when you have a kid who's had two different names, sometimes you forget which is the appropriate one to use, I suppose. Yeah, it's just easier to say my kid. You don't have to remember. Yeah, exactly. The other one. The youngest one. <laughs> or the, I don't even know. All right. Uh, the last one I have here is a theory on uh, Chad Zumick. Hey, Carl. I can't believe this is true, but a lot of people on the Internet are saying that Chad's smudged up glasses are actually his cum glasses. <laughs> Seems weird, but so many people are saying it. But if it's not true, I wouldn't want it to become a thing. But then Aaron says on his show um, that when he introduces April, April wearing her cum glasses. So maybe people picked it up from that. That, I believe, she probably has some safety goggles in the drawer. All right. Checking in from the left coast. Peace. What about you, Mary Beth? Safety glasses in the uh, in the drawer? Nah, I'll take it in the eye. Nice. Uh, this is a That's review, a girl. That is the correct answer. <laughs> well done. Five stars. Yay! <laughs> Mary Beth, star of the show yet again. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mary Beth. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yes, always lovely to talk to you and lovely to see you. We have to skadoodle. <laughs> I'm going to get yelled at by my uh, other bandmates for not being where I should be right now. You're and late for band practice. Um, late for loadout, which is m- much more frowned upon than being late for band practice. Yeah. Uh, but thank you guys so much for hanging out. Christian, thank you so much for making it over here today. Well, a- Andy took the Wednesday spot, so that was the only way I could get on the show was to drive here. It's true. <laughs> it's we could change point. our mind. <laughs> okay, bye. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's the- over. <laughs> that was a great episode. That was really great.